Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning, July. Music, talk, inspiration, in perspective. Station. It's a refreshing lifestyle. City FM 97.3.
Six minutes past six. Rex Roma was an album rooted in African gospel. Mm-hmm. Starting off your morning. Twenty nine day of July, twenty twenty two. There's fire in the song. There's fire in the song. You need to master the art of self-talk. Master the art of self-talk. Telling yourself what you know, reaffirming what you believe. Your self-talk has a powerful impact on your self-image. Your self-image influences your behavior. So what you think is self-talk, what you believe is self-image, what you do is your behavior. Most of what goes on in your mind is due to your belief systems. Sometimes you must consciously talk to yourself. Which is why he's making that confession. Come on. Somebody said, listen to happy voices for encouragement, but listen to sad voices for advice. (laughs) You need both. Listen to happy voices for encouragement. Listen to sad voices for advice and counsel. You need both in your life. This is Business Sense. Brought to you by ADB. Call us and we'll talk about your needs. Make sure your salary is rooted through our bank account or our bank. We'll reach out to you with what we call the Payday Plus. Hey. 0244-284-197. The city's biggest conversation.
Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. So it's uh, 6.33. We're getting into the newspaper headline shortly. It's brought to you by Total Quartz. Make sure your car's engine is revving with the right sound. The car is moving at the right pace. It's not consuming too much fuel. Use the Quartz 9000 Future 0W20. Powers not just the City Breakfast Show newspaper review, but also powers your vehicle. Join the Total Quartz Nation movement today. And today's the last working day in July. Go online, fidelitybank.com.gh. Use our mobile app, update your record. It takes only a few minutes. Use the Ghana card and it makes life very simple. Call 0800 003 
for more information. Right. I need to do this. I don't usually do birthday requests this mm-hmm. early. But you know, this one is... <laughs> so, the chief executive of the Association of Oil Marketing Companies. Huh? And I'm hoping they will reduce the fuel price in the coming week <laughs> because of the news this morning. But this is a message to Mr. Kweku Ajimandria. Mm-hmm. The message was sent In fact, the message was present <laughs> From Monday Reminder on Tuesday Underline on Wednesday Pour water on on Thursday Every day And re-delivered on Friday <laughs> That please to tomorrow In fact, the fact is that birthday is tomorrow Oh My sister, the birthday is tomorrow But I'm not on air tomorrow So I have to deliver the request today <laughs> So this is a you know, so as a messenger of the good news of Mrs. Ajimandria, I am delivering the birthday wishes to Mr. Kweku Ajimandria. May the Lord bless and increase him. The wife says, she, she doesn't know what to do. You know, she just wants to, you know. She I, wants to make his day. Yes. Yeah, radio shout out. Chale, so That's beautiful. You know, so Mr. Ajimandria, you collect the birthday so I can be free. <laughs> Chale, collect the birthday today, collect one tomorrow, collect one on Sunday, and then Charlie, everything will be fine, you know. We go at you, my dear. You're a big man. She's a caring wife. How did she get my number? I don't know. It means, master, your food is not safe. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's funny though? A lot of a lot of um, women, like wives of my friends or people I know, mm-hmm. f- manage to get my number mm. from their husbands' phones. Mm. Plenty. Some are media people. Some are politicians. Some are, I don't know how the women get the numbers. Maybe they just ask. I don't think so. It could be because the way they send the message. Sometimes they say, "Oh, I took your number from my husband's phone." See, <laughs> if, if your if your birthday is tomorrow morning and you say, oh, "I want Bernard Bless number," they will know what they are trying to do. So, yeah. but, but she started. See when she started. So, so maybe she said, "Oh, I." Yeah, why? Why? Mrs. Ajimandia want Bernard Bless phone? Maybe number. she wants to send you a message about something in her community. No. She's got a problem yeah, with yeah, yeah. with. They will take the they, they will take the phone <laughs> when you are at your weakest point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the phone number don't take any number they want to take. Oh, so don't try to do you put a code card. Don't take what, what, what are you insinuating? No, 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 no. I'm just saying that it's What's great, it's great to have women who love us. Yes, so we said, Man, yeah, you are blessed. Your wife, your wife said, Charlie, said the birthday, no, you she would chop it, they would chop their birthday till it's finished. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my lord, oh my god, go good morning. Good morning, yeah. Bernardino. It's Friday. Defender of the women of Ghana. Oh, <laughs> I need to confirm on you. Order of the star of the voter. A defender of the women in social media. Please, please, please. There are some I cannot defend. Yes, but you defend a lot of them. Oh. Yes. Really? Or those who... who no, you defend, you who defend are the ones worth defending. Uh-huh. And you are doing a very good job. Mm. Yes, so I salute you for that. <laughs> But there's one you can't defend. Who? The Adwa Safo. Oh! That's the big story hmm. today. Adwa yes. Safo has gone. Big, big story. Yeah. That is on the front page of the Daily Graphic. Adwa Safo sacked the Minister for Gender, Children and Social Protection and MP for Dom Kwabanya. So she has been removed as Minister, but we were still yet to find out what's going to happen to her parliamentary seat. Now, license for cannabis cultivation unconstitutional, says the Supreme Court. Government releases 57.4 million Ghana CDs to colleges of education, but the big headline on the Daily Graphic front page, Bernard. Increase investment in domestic production to avert imminent food crisis. Agricultural bodies are speaking. Four agricultural sector groupings are warning that we could Mm -hmm. have a food crisis next year. So implement what? Investment in domestic production. Okay. 
We'll see how that works. Mm. The Ghanaian Times. Um, issuance of license to institutions to plant weed. Law flouts constitution, uh. says Supreme Court. Mm. Police most corrupt institution. IGP responds to reports. President orders sports ministry, mm-hmm. GFA, to partner old players to mm. develop grassroots football. All right. And speaker indefinitely defers decision mm. on Adwa Safu. All right. The Republic mm. Press front page, Adwa Safu's fate hangs as Bagman delays ruling. Mm. Also, minority blows alarm over alleged procurement infractions at mm. bust. NPP shall overcome economic trial, General Secretary assures. Mm-hmm. We're ready to prosecute anyone caught in power theft from August the 1st, says mm. ECG. Mm-hmm. The court throws out Spiogabra's $10 million defamation suit against Chairman Wun Tumi. Mm-hmm. And Chinese galamseyers grabbed in quick. All right. The finder says, bear with government mm-hmm. to fix current economic challenges. All the right. MPP speaking. Mm-hmm. Chaotic scramble for Ghana cards mm-hmm. to register SIM cards. Ekufado mm-hmm. sacks Adrasafo as gender minister. Mm-hmm. And 57 million CDs released for feeding mm-hmm. allowances to colleges of education. Fantastic. The Daily Analyst front page, Adrasafo escapes again as parliament rises with no firm decision on her. IGP shreds corruption report by Shiraj and GSS. Government releases 57 million Ghana CDs to colleges of education as feeding grants and allowances. Bost fingered an alleged $78 million scandal. Ekufuado and doc- Dr. Nkrumah eulogized in new book. And Adra Safo finally sacked. That's mm. the front of Daily Analyst. The Chronicle says, NPP touts achievements as it marks 30th anniversary. Mm. Court dismisses Spio's defamation suit against Muntumi. Mm-hmm. Trial of Oponi and others. CJ has granted me a limited time. Mm. Pursuant to Article 1122 of the 92 Constitution. That's Justice Honyenuga speaking. All right. And majority and minority divided over Adra Safo. Mm-hmm. You got scripture there, no? Okay. Uh, the scripture. Oh, yes. Mm. The Friday morning scripture. Yeah, man. Isaiah 10, verse 1. Okay. Woe to um, those who decree iniquitous decrees mm. and the writers who keep writing oppression. Woe to the downpressor. The Accra Times, finally. <laughs> Ghana card versus interchanges. Oh, Chairman's are snubs Baumia and leads parliament to approve a loan facility for the Swami interchange. Mm. Coming up, favoritism and nepotism take over at GIS as Jubilee House caught in a contract extension web. All right. Also, take progressive steps towards an inclusive system of governance. Bagman has CSOs and Cadman Mills blasts Koko Anidoho describes him as an element of division and controversy hmm. and Mills legacy critical for Ghana's future says Chachu Chikata All right. the inquisitor attempt to shred survey Dampari weeps over police corruption crown. Right. Bost has not procured 13 Prados. Okay. Chachu Chikata calls for cross party consultations mm. to fix economic challenges uh-huh in the cocoa bar trial, mm. little of it sprayed farms outperformed others, as okay. according to a retired director. Mm. And Ghana police have done it again. What have Hooray! We <laughs> page seven. Actually, this is funny. All right, any more papers? The informer, mm-hmm. uh, the informer, so I have two more. The Just informer and yeah. the publisher. Mm. The informer's biggest story says Ghana's democracy in danger. Hey. Parliament others caught in corruption net. All right. And if you go to the Ghanaian publisher, their biggest story says Nanado fires Adjoa Safo mm-hmm. as gender minister. Let's move online.
time for a few more stories. Uh, fewer prices to go down from August the 1st. This is NPA. Mm-hmm. Speaker defense ruling on address of absenteeism. We know Marbeck virus over 100 contacts cleared, 81 others identified. A few other stories. Extend SIM card registration. Momo agents are calling. And then cost of bus new office wasn't inflated. Ignore minorities claim according to an MP. My John online has a couple more stories. Instruct communications ministers to extend deadline for SIM registration. Minority tells the president. Also, police step up investigations into shooting of Kumasi student at Sofo line. And our methodology is strong and solid. Proven over the years, over the world. GSS on corruption report. If you go on to Star FM, everybody's talking about Jurassafu as well. But the other story, mad rush for Ghana card as deadline for SIM registration nears. Also, magistrate abandons official bungalow over Galamse activities and government releases 57 million cities for feeding allowance to colleges of education. GNA, parliament approves $1.3 billion cocoa syndicated loan for the 2022-2023 crop season. If you go to the Ghana report, Ghanaians must stop auctioning elections. This is trash. And government installs over 2,000 streetlights in Zungo communities. Baumia reveals. And then if you go to the BBC, Xi and Biden exchange warnings on Taiwan. <laughs> they have a face-to-face meeting as the brinkmanship over the territory of Taiwan continues. Let's get into the details. Okay, I just saw full sacked. That's in the Daily Graphic today. The president, Nanado Danko Kufuado, has revoked the appointment of the Member of Parliament for Dom Kwabenya, Sarah Adjosafo, as Minister of Gender, Children and Social Protection. The revocation, which takes immediate effect, is in accordance with Article 81 of the Constitution. A statement signed by the Director of Communications at the Office of the President, Eugene Ahin, said the Minister of Sanitation and Water Resources, Cecilia Abnadapa, will continue to act as caretaker minister for the ministry mm-hmm. until the president appoints a substantive minister. The revocation was announced at about 8.28 p.m. last night. Mm-hmm. It came shortly after Parliament failed to adopt a report to the Privileges Committee or by the Privileges Committee on whether or not the seat of Miss Safo should be declared vacant mm-hmm. for absenting herself for 15 continuous days without express permission from the Speaker. Mm-hmm. And in the Republic press, Adwa Safo's fate hangs as That's Bagwin a Parliament ruling. angle. It's mm-hmm. a Parliament angle. So Speaker of Parliament Alvin Bagwin has delayed his ruling on the fate of Dom Kwabanya MP Sarah Adwa Safo She's been cited for absenteeism. The matter before the House is whether the Dom Kwabanya seat should be declared vacant mm-hmm. after she failed to honor summons by the Privileges Committee, which considered her absenteeism. Speaking after a debate on the report by the committee, Mr. Bagman said he needed time to submit a reasoned written ruling. Mm-hmm. He said, I cannot in the haste of today give you a ruling. Mm-hmm. He said there's a need to suspend sitting, but on return, I will deliver the written ruling. Okay, so those are the big stories on address. Of, I'm sure the fallout will come in. Ghanaian Times? Ghanaian Times, page 17. Mm. Issuance of license to institutions to plant Weed mm. law f- uh, flouts constitution, Supreme says Court. Supreme Court. All right, now the story says the Supreme Court, in a four to three majority decision on mm-hmm. Wednesday, declared as unconstitutional a section of the Narcotic Control Commission Act 2020, mm-hmm. which is 1019, mm-hmm. which permitted license to be issued to an institution to cultivate a small amount of cannabis, mm. popularly known as weed, mm-hmm. in Ghana for industrial and medicinal functions. Mm. The majority decision of the seven-member panel formed by Justices Jones Duche, Clemens Jackson Honyenuga, Henrietta Mensabunsu, and Emmanuel Yoni Kolendi mm. held that Section 43 of Act 1019 mm. violated Article 106 of the 92 Constitution mm. that details the processes a bill must undergo before it is passed into law yeah. by Parliament. So, so let's be clear on this. They are not saying they do not support 
cannabis legalization. Yeah, they are saying that the process that was used in bringing the bill did not respect the constitutional procedure because the type of law that banned it is a, a certain animal. So I think those who are interested in uh, bringing that may have to go again using the right procedures. Now, before you come to our Greek and food, let me give you another story from Parliament. Odikro, which is like a parliamentary watchdog, has found out that there are 30 other absentee MPs who ought to face the Privileges Committee. Now, in a statement, they mentioned people like the Minister for Health, Kwekua Jimamenu, Domas Central, Kujo Oponkruma, Information Minister, Esla Usuekufu Ablikuma West and uh, others are to force as well for missing 18 days of parliamentary sittings. Mm. Of the initial three already held before the Privileges Committee, Kennedy Japan and Henry Quarte had been cleared because they had the right reason. Mm. Now, the names include Yogate, uh, Ignatius Bafwewa, Thomas Mbamba, uh, Kwabna Ochida Kumensa, Farouk Aliu Mahama, Yao Esaye Duchum, Ambrose Derry, Adelaide Tim, Emmanuel Akwesi, Jemfi, Cynthia Mamle, Morrison, Samuel Abdullah, a lot of these guys are ministers. Mm-hmm. Frempon Joseph, Kasialatu Baforsen, and uh, Augustine Collins in team. So, based on the law, they're asking the Privileges Committee to also invite them to explain why they've been absent. Okay, let's talk about food. So, four agri-sector groupings have warned of imminent food crisis next year mm-hmm. and urged the government to do more to increase investment in domestic food production to avert the crisis. Okay. The groupings, which form the largest segment of the agri-sector, said the measures announced in the mid-year budget review to support stable food supply were commendable but inadequate mm-hmm. to avert the danger of food crisis. They said the cost of cultivating an acre of cereals and legumes, such as maize, rice and soya beans, had shot up astronomically which could hinder people's interest in food crop cultivation. In separate interviews with Daily Graphic in Accra, in response to the mid-year budget review, representatives of the four entities explained that the cost of the items that affect the cost of production, including labor, fertilizer, agrochemicals, seeds and planting materials, mechanization and other input components, had nearly tripled. Mm. Now, this is the General Agri-Workers Union, or GAU, the Peasant Farmers Association of Ghana, PFAG, mm-hmm. or PFAG, the Ghana National Association of Poultry Farmers and the Chamber of Agribusiness Ghana. Mm-hmm. But the Minister of Food and Agriculture, Dr. Usui Friakuto, while admitting that farm preparation had gone up, he said food prices had also gone up to compensate for the rising production cost. He said there will continue to be food in the system, regretting, however, that the high cost of inputs have been passed on to consumers. Mm. He says, so the farmer still finds it profitable to produce, and this is why we find food all year round. All right. He described the projection of food crisis next year as premature, mm. explaining that the groups focused on just two aspects of production, all chemicals right. and farm machinery. All right. On page 28, <coughs> sorry, of the Ghanaian Times says fuel prices may drop between 3 and 6% from August 1. Mm. As COPEC speaking. All right. Now prices of petroleum products may go down between 3 and 6% from August 1. Mm. According to the Chamber of Petroleum Consumers COPEC, the expected reduction would have been bigger if not for the depreciation of the CD against the US dollar. Mm. The price in the drop in fuel prices, sorry, will be the second consecutive time since oil prices started falling mm. on the world market. And there are some quotes I should be said to Duncan Amwa. All right, let me take you to the GNA. There's a story that's of interest. Uh, Parliament approves $1.3 billion cocoa syndicated loan for the 2022-23 crop season. So that means that our cocoa is getting ready. The farmers will get their due and Ghana will get some revenue. The receivables backed trade finance facilities between Cocoa Board and a, a consortium of banks and financial institutions with the government of Ghana as a guarantor. The facility had a waiver of stamp duty amounting to almost 6.5 million CDs. 
and then chairman of the finance committee had said the committee had carefully considered the agreement and request and finds the syndicated facility was integral to the successful management of operations and related to the purchasing quality assurance storage and export of cocoa by mm. cocoa board now statistical service has responded to the igp story on myjournline.com our methodology is strong and solid proven over the world gss on corruption report now remember george kufu dampari igp has in a five-page letter questioned the methodology used to conduct the survey of corruption that placed the police at the top of corruption now in terms of methodology i do not see where there's any crack in it it's a strong and solid methodology proven over the world and well tested so it is not like because we left out an institution so there is a crack in the methodology. Our target is an institutional level, and we can decide to choose which group of institutions we want to use to represent, he said. Now, this was contained in an interview with the Director of Social and Demographic Statistics at the GSS, Anthony Amuzufarin, in an interview on Joy News yesterday. Okay, let's talk about education. Government has released 57 million Ghana CDs to 46 colleges of education in Ghana. Mm. Now, this is for feeding grants and student allowances. The Ministry of Education observed in a statement that it was committed to improving and sustaining quality education, following some angst over the non-payment of allowances to the schools. Mm. So, the government of Ghana, through the ministry, has released 57,460,000 Ghana CDs covering those grants. And the ministry hereby reiterates its commitment to sufficiently resource and collaborate with all institutions under its ambit in the quest to improve and sustain quality education in Ghana, the statement mm. said. All right. You go to page four of the finder. Mm. Chaotic scramble for Ghana cards mm. to register SIM cards. Okay. Now, story written by Selom Bobiji and Nathan Wilson. All right. Now, they say that long queues and chaos mm. greeted Hundreds of desperate Ghanaians who trooped to the NIA's HQ in Accra hmm. to acquire their Ghana cards before the Ministry of Communications' deadline for SIM card registration, which expires on Sunday. Mm. So they, they hopped around. Uh, Different they, places. They went to MTN Ring Road, Elwak mm. Stadium, Vodafone, Accra Mikuma Circle, yeah. and Etel Tigo's HQ at There's a few more here. The minority is asking the government to, or the president to direct the Minister of um, Communication to extend the deadline for the re-registration based on what you just read. So this is on uh, my journal as well. It says the minority in parliament has urged the president to instruct the minister for communications to extend the deadline for the SIM card registration. The call comes three days to the deadline. Then if you go to citynews.com, the Momo agents group are also asking for an extension of the deadline. And basically it's for the same reason. They're saying the people have not finished registering and too many people will be disenfranchised. Philip Lati is reporting that the Mobile Money Agents Association wants Ghana government to consider an extension of the deadline for SIM registration. And even though they don't mention a date that they wanted, they basically said that doing the allowing the, the deadline to elapse by close of day 31st will render a lot of people who really and genuinely cannot get the Ghana card disadvantage. Let's get it up here quickly. You have the Herald, the Chronicle, just some quick headlines and then we move. Okay, okay. quick ECG in Daily mm. Graphic. They're going to begin their meter audit on Monday. So, right. they'll embark on this auditing exercise as part of efforts to clamp down on power theft mm. and recover losses in the system. Mm. A task force has subsequently been set up to arrest and prosecute persons engaged in any form of mm. illegality. The Managing Director of ECG, Samuel Mahama, made this known at a press briefing in Accra on Wednesday. Mm. He said the task force will, among other things, check the health of the meters as well as the readings of the meters and distribution transformers said the meter audit is going to be vigorous Mm. there will be no respecter of persons and there will be a name and shame portion of this exercise so Mm. take notes all right electricity customers all right
Um, if you go to the Chronicle, I'm trying to get you the court story mm. between um, Ecospio Gabra and mm. and to me, and uh, it's somewhere heading. All right, if you go to the Herald, it says Ghana's poorly equipped military retiring young officers for their 60 okay. plus seniors mm. to stay longer on contract and promotions. Oh. And there's also a couple stories here. 92 Constitution was not designed for JJ Rawlings, Tachuchikata FMs at Atamil's lecture. Okay, so to the court and the Kumasi High Court presided over by his Lordship Justice George Kofar Dai, mm. yesterday dismissed a $10 million defamation suit brought against the proprietor of Wound to Me Company, Multimedia Company Limited, uh, Bernard Entribuesiaco, alias Chairman Wound to Me. Mm. The former Ghana ambassador to the U.S., Dr. Ekos Pugabra, had initiated a legal suit against the defendant for defamation and claimed 150,000 CDs against the defendants jointly and severally for punitive and aggravated damages to his global reputation. Okay, so finally. Uh, the British High Commissioner has been made the development queen mother of Bwese. Oh, really? Yeah. Right. So she's been made the development queen mother of Bwese in Accra. Mm-hmm. The ceremony was attended by officials of the British High Commission, elders of the Bwese stool, and some queen mothers. In her acceptance speech, Miss Thompson said her installment is a testament to the relations between Ghana and UK. Mm. She said it's a great pleasure to be welcomed home mm. that way as a member of the Thompson family, who are royals of the Bwese stool. Because her name is Harriet Thompson. Um, she says, I'm a member of of the Thompson clan <laughs> through marriage that <laughs> has a strong connection with the Mrs. Stool. Right. Um, she said queen mothers were not only to advise their chiefs but also to serve their communities to right. develop. Is her husband so, from Gwisi? Charlie, she said she, said she did Thompson a Thompson name. clan inside, Charlie. She okay. married so are the, the Thompsons, Mrs., so. are the Thompsons from Gwisi the same as the Thompsons from the UK? What mid- Probably. <laughs> mid- no, that, that's an interesting Is one. Because I know there are some be. Thompsons also from Osu, by it the way. Mm-hmm. Is it a Thompson with a P or just a normal? It's, it's with a P. P. Uh, oh, okay. Yes. She said yeah. the first time she met the Igbese Manje, Nia mm. Ibonte II, she said, this was my king. Yeah. Is it? And I told her, the Thompson family is from Igbese. We have the name Thompson in Igbese in Ghana and in Britain, said the, the I chief. I see. Mm. All right. Maybe there's a connection right. there. Yeah. Page two of the Inquisitor. Mm. Uh, 25,800 newborns die within three years in mm. Ghana. Mm. Now, 25,800 still and neonatal deaths have been recorded in Ghana in the last three years. Mm. A senior lecturer at the School of Public Health at the University of Ghana, Dr. Alexander Menu, revealed this during a presentation on assessment of newborn care in Ghana right. at the 10th Annual Newborn Stakeholders Conference held in Kofradia. Thank you very much. That was a new super review. Coming up next is the City Business News. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Two minutes to seven. City Business News coming up shortly. It's brought to you by Enterprise Life. With Enterprise Life, it's possible to live your best life. To a lady you enjoy, cover for your lifestyle with Bloom. It's a life insurance for today's woman. Families can safeguard their well-being with our family income security plan. And as for you, live freely with our funeral finance plan unlimited with no restrictions or limits as you cover your loved ones and yourself. You may WhatsApp 055-400-1924 or call 0307-084-444. Enterprise, your advantage. 
and don't turn back the hands of progress there are a number of transactions you can perform with your MTM Momo that are not affected by the e-levy tax like transferring money between your personal accounts cash in and cash out at agent points buying of airtime or data paying bills receiving remittance from abroad paying taxes and doing a whole lot more we've also reduced subscriber to subscriber charge by 25% if you make any transaction of a thousand cities or more you pay only 7.5 for e-levy charge or for your charge so Momo it's with MTN the news is also brought to us by Goyle Goyle yeah 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 Goyle good energy Michael Obud is joining us with the City Business News. Good morning. Good morning, Bernard. Hello and welcome to the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN Goyle and Enterprise Live, your advantage, and powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. Coming up, with barely two days to the deadline for the SIM card re-registration exercise, Noah Money Agents Association of Ghana calls for an extension. Also, telco service provider Airtel to go restores Nwamani service after almost a week of system challenges. My name is Michael Obudu. Let's settle for the details now. The Mobile Money Agents Association of Ghana is appealing to the government to extend the deadline as the 31st July date, which marks the end of the SIM card registration exercise, approaches. The group argues that, with many people still having challenges with acquiring their Ghana cards, which is a requirement for the exercise, a significant number of phone users are yet to undergo their re-registration process. They stress that going on with the deadline would not only disenfranchise persons who are yet to undergo the process, but also also affect businesses, including telcos. General Secretary of the Association, Evans Otunfo, believes extending the deadline to the first quarter of 2023 will give ample time for most users to have their SIMs updated with their Ghana card. Should government really go ahead with this particular directive, then it means that a lot of businesses are going to be impacted. The telcos will be impacted. Mobile money agents who leverage on this huge market will be affected or impacted uh, negatively. We will call that government should actually put in another extension, probably if from now to maybe early next year. I think it will be a reasonable time period for government to actually crack the grip with regards to persons who might be feeling uh, reluctant or adamant to have their same cards regularized. That was the General Secretary of the Mobile Money Agents Association of Ghana, Evans Utimfo. Now, management of Airtel Tigo Ghana says it has fully restored challenges facing its mobile financial service at Airtel Tigo Money across the country. Airtel Tigo Ghana explained that connectivity was disrupted since Saturday, 23rd July 2022, due to technolo- technological challenges, which meant customers were not able to access mobile money services and transact any business via the platform. Addressing the media during a press briefing, Director of Mobile Financial Services at Airtel Tigo, Reverend Thompson, apologized for the inconveniences the disruption caused to individuals and businesses across the country. We realized that our customers were not able to dial our short code, our star 110 hash, due to service disruption. Uh, upon further investigation, we realized it was a downtime. During the check, we realized it was a major issue, uh, which actually occurred on that particular day, and it meant that customers could not transact. 
using our short code or any other means on Etortigo money. This happened on 23rd of July. First of all, the approach is to bring the system back up. As at yesterday, we had re- restored all services fully. And, you know, such a major downtime, you realize that when they come up, there, there might be certain issues, one or, one or two in there that you need to rectify. In our case, unfortunately, there were some balances that were not accurate. So what we did was that uh, our team had to also take a step back and do a thorough validation of the data that we have compared to what customers are supposed to also have. And this uh, took some time. And as we speak, we've basically closed that chapter of uh, letting customers have their correct and accurate balances as the system came up yesterday. Oh, definitely, we'll have to compensate customers because we are in business because of them. And we know the sort of uh, inconvenience that we caused with this downtime. Uh, so definitely, we would compensate customers. That was the Director of Mobile Financial Services at Airtel Tigo, Reverend Thompson Sichi. The Importers and Exporters Association of Ghana has expressed disappointment at the response by managers of the Integrated Customs Management System, ICOMS, GH Links, on concerns confronting its implementation. The association last week in assessing the implementation of ICOMS two years after it was rolled out enumerated some challenges impeding its work, calling for them to be addressed. However, in a statement by GH Link's managers of ICOMS, refuted such concerns and described them as baseless. Reacting to the press release by GH Link's Executive Secretary of the Importers and Exporters Association of Ghana, Samson Asaki Wingobit, demanded that their concerns be addressed to improve trading at the port. We are not saying that they have, the ICOM has no, uh, what do you call it, e-track devices that you supply to agents or freight forwarders or, or self-declarants any time they are clearing their cargo at the port. What we are saying, of course, you might have, but sometimes there is shortage. So if there is shortage, what do we do? We are asking them either increase the number. Um, and so if the, the issue that we have raised is just to make the system very flamboyant, very robust. And so it wasn't if you have your custom service, your customer service department. But however, complaints that we hear is that we, we suggest to ICOM that it should attach uh, technical officers Samson Asakia Wingobet is the Executive Secretary for the Importers and Exporters Association of Ghana. Let's now join Jinian Hammer of Data Bank for more on the topic, the difference between a bull and a bear market. When you invest in stocks or equity-based mutual funds like Data Bank's EPAC, day-to-day market volatility is a fact of life. There are times when stock prices stay higher or lower for longer periods. These are known as bull and bear markets. A bull market happens when investors are optimistic about the growth potential and profit outlook for companies. When investors are feeling positive, stock prices generally rise for an extended period until it hits a peak. A bear market is the opposite of a bull market. This is where investors turn pessimistic and stock prices generally decline for an extended period before hitting a bottom. Bear markets can last for months, even years, and see stock prices fall significantly. The trouble is, while they're frequent, it's hard to predict where the next bear is hiding because each one is so different. It could be that investors suddenly decide stock prices are too high and aren't supported by economic reality, or it could be due to some sort of financial crisis. The key is to know that both bull and bear markets don't last forever. That is why at DataBank, we recommend strongly that you invest according to your risk tolerance to ensure that you don't make emotional investment decisions when the market goes in either direction. 
Well, that was Gillian Hammer of Data Bank. And that does it for the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN World and Enterprise Life, your advantage and powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. My name is Michael Obudu. Thank you for listening. Have a good business day. And as always, please stay safe. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Nine minutes past seven, Friday morning, 29th day of July 2022. City Business Edition coming up shortly. But people are looking for convenience. If you are looking for convenience in an insurance company, Star Assurance has just the one for you. It's a virtual assistant. Pokura gives you the chance to be anywhere and still buy insurance from any place. From the convenience of your home, your office, even from the beach or the market. She responds quickly and effectively to your specific needs. Chat with her on WhatsApp 0242 or dial short code star 713 star 222 hash and enjoy a smooth and quick service. Star Assurance is your solid partner for life. And if your SIM card is still not registered, remember the deadline is 31st. That's in two days. To register your Vodafone SIM now, get free one gig data and 100 minutes of talk time. Your registration is not complete until your biometrics are captured. Don't wait till you're disconnected. Visit the nearest Vodafone retail center or agent to complete your Vodafone SIM registration. Remember to take along your Ghana card and your GPS code to make your registration quick and easy. And enjoy life beyond cash when you use any of our digital solutions at Cal Bank. Shop online or in-store using our range of debit and prepaid cards, Visa, Mastercard, and G8 Link. You can also shop and make payments from a variety of virtual shops located on the Cal Bank app. Additionally, our app and CalNet solutions support you and your business to perform all your transactions, including regulatory payments to government via the Ghana.gov platform. You can also earn great discounts of up to 20% from our range of partners when you pay using our online channel. Call 0800-500-500 or chat with us online on our social media platform. Cal Bank forward together. City Business Edition is up next and we're giving you the final one on the series from the first and second week of the City Business Festival. We spoke to the Senior Manager for Enterprise and Customer Enablement at MTN, Richard Dinsu, on new tools for the post-COVID workplace. This was on the 9th of June. That was first recorded as part of the 2022 City Business Festival. Here are the details of that conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Please wait. A peace wait. Please wait until I get my new car. Please wait. Some love for somebody. My God.
Hello and welcome to another episode of the City Business Edition on 97.3 City FM. My name is Michael Obadu. This week on the show, we are bringing you another session from this year's City Business Festival on a series on the topic New Tools for the Post-COVID Workspace. Host of the City Breakfast Show, uh, Bernard Avles, spoke to the Senior Manager, Enterprise Customer Enablement and Solution at MTN Business, Richard Dinsu. Well, take a listen. Richard Dinsu, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Bernard. It's good to have you. How are you doing? I'm well. Yourself? I'm very good. Uh, we, we are trying to recover from COVID. Is that the same situation with companies like yours? Where are you in the post-COVID recovery? Okay, so um, as you are aware, this, the, the COVID came to disrupt a lot of things. Mm. We're, on a, on a, we're on a path that we're, we've been used to for about um, for many years. Mm -hmm. And then instantly we had to be forced to, to, to be home, uh, to work from places that we we're not used to, and places that were not normal settings for office and other things. So a lot of disruptions. But yes, um, the two years or so that we, we were through, we learned a lot. A lot through the process. We are in May so. 2022. So yeah. two years ago now must have been crazy. When they take of it. <laughs> Where people couldn't go to work. Everybody was looking for data. Exactly. The meaning of home and work changed. And your company was at the center of that Very for much. probably 90% of Ghanaians. How are you guys coping with that kind of pressure? Yeah, it puts a lot of pressure on our, on our, on our network. So we had to quickly do some adjustment to support. The, we were also able to support the government, support the schools, because now they had to work from home and they had to school from different places. So it brought a lot of pressure, but we were able to manage it. Amazing. Mm. What do you do at MTN? You're, you have a nice title, Senior Manager, MTN Enterprise or NTN Business. Yeah, it's Enterprise Solutions. Enterprise Solutions. Yes. What is that? Okay, so uh, Enterprise Business basically um, is the arm within MTN, the division within MTN that support businesses. Mm -hmm. Okay, so beyond the individuals that we support, we also have a unit dedicated to supporting businesses, mm -hmm. large enterprises, small ones, very small ones, individual businesses. So what I do there is um, provide solutions for these companies. So there are some of them, they use standard services. There are some of them, we sit with them, design the solutions, and we implement it for them. You know, when you use the web solution, it can mean a lot of things. So, so are you talking about products that can help them work? Exactly. So that, that's what you mean by a solution. Okay. So any, any, any enablement, anything, any technology that you need to enable your business. Okay. So we're talking about uh, connectivity. You have branches across the country. You want to connect it. We can provide that. You have communication needs. You have security. You, you require security. You, have inter you require internet. All those other tools, the tools, the ICT tools that you need to enable your business. How you we're we're able to do that, yes. That's what we call the solutions. So the, that's what you call enterprise solutions. Enterprise solutions. As against, so if Bernard Avler comes to MTN for a personal connection, that's a direct consumer engagement. Yes. But if CTFM comes to MTN, that's, that's enterprise. enterprise yes. So you manage CTFM. Exactly. I see. Exactly. And the, so the raft of companies you manage will be from both a one-man business to a 200-man business to a 5,000 company, all types of companies. All type of com types of companies, 
across geographical locations anywhere in the world, we can actually provide. Um, so we've got we built partnerships. MTN is in over close to 20 countries, and we 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 have systems and structures to be able to provide solutions of any form, data, including data center services um, anywhere. Mm. If, and we have, for instance, if your business is in Nigeria, it's very easy to to interact or talk with our um, partners in Nigeria, mm. our sister company in Nigeria, and then we can work something out for you. So beyond... Ghana, mm. we are also able to provide services. I'll come to that. I'm still trying to understand okay. the way that the business MTN solutions mm. works. But let's talk about SMEs. Okay. So, from where you work, what percentage of the organizations that you offer service for would you say are SMEs? That's question one. And what does that tell you about the way SMEs are in Ghana? In terms of percentages, about 90%. 90% of the of the businesses that we serve are mm. uh, SMEs. Mm -hmm. And yes, it tells us, and the data also shows that it's 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 a good representation of the 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 structure of the of the economy. So most most parts, most businesses are SMEs. Most of the businesses and the, the contribution to the GDP and all of that um, come from the small SME and, side. Yes, SME side. So they, they are they are they are key, uh, and you know the 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 if they thrive, we also thrive. I mean, if they uh, as they do well, then they would have the capacity uh, to be able to expand their businesses and all of that. So we always positioning ourselves to be able to partner with them for growth, to be able to help them grow, so that we can. Uh, so when you talk of SME, from your perspective as a solution provider, you are, are you looking at the number of employees? Are you looking at the turnover of the business? Or what are you Both. Doing? So uh, we look at the employees, so it can be one, mm -hmm. so a consultant. Sorry, yeah, okay, it's, it's, a, it's a business. Yes, he's, he's an individual, but uh, do I say he's a business or she's a business? And then two people, three people, home businesses, um, uh, market women, mm. um, street vendors, all those ones are SMEs. So we consider all of them as so. It's the number of employees. One, there's a classification that we give that two to five, um, um, six to ten, ten to twenty. We have those kind of classifications. Mm. But all of them are, um, mm. are managed as. as I'm asking SMEs. this because yes. I can imagine a small company with a large data need versus a large company with not such a large data need. So you can have a church which has 5,000 members and they don't even have proper internet connection. Exactly. You can have a small media house that does a lot of uploads and does a lot of content. So they may need a high-speed 5G. So which is why I'm coming and asking, when you're talking about small business from your perspective, is it about the number of people you are working with or the volume of what they need from you? So as I said, it's both. But the starting point is a number of a number of um, uh, employees, not a number of people who use the service necessarily. Okay. So a number of employees. Mm -hmm. So in a church, you say three or four or five people. That's a starting point. Mm -hmm. But when we get in, we'll evaluate based on what we find. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then we can classify it properly. Mm -hmm. Because, as you said, there could be two employees, but they are they are the way the setup is such that they don't need a number of people to work. Mm. So, but it's a, it's a big company. But we start off from there, mm. and then we, we we. Do you conflate SME with informal? 
because in discussions about Ghana business, researchers will say, oh, 70% of Ghanaians are in the informal sector. Sometimes they mean they are SMEs, but sometimes it's not the same thing. So in your work, do you, does the issue of an informal sector or formal sector come in at all, or is it just a question of SME versus large company? Basically, yes. SMEs, large companies, mm. multinationals. Mm. Um, informal, formal, it's other... It's an economic it's, description. Yes, it's not yes, for you. Yes, not necessarily. Not necessarily for yeah. you. I see. But based on the SMEs, what are some of the unique challenges the COVID pandemic presented for them in particular? Okay. So I think it's uh, we realized uh, working with them that it was a shock to many. They had to close their businesses. Those who were on the streets, like I was describing, uh, one-man businesses, shops, and other things, they had to close their businesses and be home. So how were they going to serve people from home? Mm. How were they going to do that? And for most of them, they were not, they were not prepared for it. It mm. came as a shock. So what we find is that um, the challenge that we find, and some of them are still trying to recover, um, we find is that the they they were not prepared in terms of their data needs, their communication, how their teams will collaborate, uh, how they were going to make payments to their customers, how they uh, were going to even interact with their customers. Because now you couldn't speak to people face to face. You you had to. There was, a, there was a need to have a system to be able to, to use that to interact. Uh, they were not ready for that. They were used to people walking to their businesses and interacting with them. So they, it exposed a lot of things. And the, 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 issue, the issue now is that we, are, we aren't going to go back to the pre-COVID era. We, we, we have to adjust and move forward. So that is where, um, especially for a company like us, we come in to help business transition because we have moved. The, the, even if the business itself has not changed, the customers' appetites have changed. Now they're able to do, they were able to do things from their home, from the comfort of their home. Mm -hmm. They were able to recharge, they were able to um, use services online. So if, if, if you're, as a business, you have not changed, your customers have changed, vendors have changed, your suppliers have changed. So you necessarily have to adjust. Interesting. So it's quite clear that what it means to be a business may not have changed but how to deliver your product has changed exactly. because of the COVID situation. What are some of the ways in which we can help SMEs to recover and do well from a solutions perspective? Okay, so I'll categorize them. So I'll start with the communication and collaboration needs. So um, initially, before the COVID time, I mean, you had your office lines, customers could reach you on the, in the office, your team could have meetings regularly, and they had to work from the office. But after the COVID, we, we, are, we, we are now having flexible working time. It means I can work at different times. I can work from anywhere. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if I'm working, if today... <clears throat> Sorry, if today somebody is in the office and another person is at home, how do they collaborate? Mm. So that is when the um, solutions like um, unified communications. So unified communications, for example, allows you to use your, carry your fixed line in a way around. So we call it mobile PBX. So you have your PBX in the office. That's usually custom, uh, your internal staff would interact with each other with. But now that the person is home, if a customer calls, 
the phone in the office will ring, and if you if you cannot take it, you miss the business. So Unified Communications, I would allow you to be able to do the, um, carry your office line with you wherever you go. That is another one. Then you also have tools tools like Zoom where you can use to do collaboration. So if you're having meetings, instead of meeting physically, you could also access Zoom. There are free versions. There are free packages that you can use. Um, if you're using Microsoft Suite, um, you would find Teams, that you can also use Teams. So some, these are some of the tools you can use, your team can use, and also with your customers, because now customers would not necessarily travel to you to come and meet you with you. You can, um, although they can do it, but they, they've become some way, somehow used to mm. having meetings online. Mm. So how do you leverage some of these tools? So in terms of communications, this is critical. Mm -hmm. But before I continue, I'd want to say that the the basic infrastructure you need to have is internet connectivity. Mm -hmm. If you don't have that, uh, pretty much there's little you can do. Okay, so the the internet must be good. It must be cost efficient because you're going to be rely, relying heavily on it, mm -hmm. and it must also be available for your staff. So you are thinking about if you if you think about only yourself or in the in the business, the customers working your staff working from home. Otherwise, you'll be having meetings and there are breaks and there are interruptions here and there. So, what kind of connectivity solutions that you can? There are a lot of them. Mm. I would just tell you that we have um, the fiber broadband that's uh, it's available. We have the fixed wireless access. We usually call the Turbonet that is also available that you can use. We during the COVID time, we found a lot of businesses coming for um, a lot of them, and they give it out to their staff so that they could be able to work from home. Mm. So connectivity is key. So I was talking about connectivity, which is fundamental, then the communications. Then there is um, the part of um, being visible online for your customers. Mm -hmm. it, is, it is important to realize that customers are now used to um, interacting with their, with their suppliers or their, with their service providers digitally. Mm -hmm. Now, so if it is essential that you, you, your services are available online and they can access it, mm -hmm. and then they can also manage it themselves. So, in fact, you can just start with social media tools for small businesses. It's, don't make it too complicated. Start mm -hmm. with social media tools. Get your services on Instagram. Get it on Facebook. Mm -hmm. There are... Um, channels now, social media is almost like an e-commerce platform. Mm -hmm. You can do that. Register with um, delivery companies uh, online. I mean, use Uber or um, the other ones. Bolt. Uh, Bolt, Yango. You can use any of them for delivery and all of that. It's important you build this kind of system to, to leverage on in terms of getting your services to your customers and they being able to make payments. So let's hold on there. You've already spoken about the communication and customer needs and the communication. You are saying that internet connectivity is almost like the lifeblood. Very much. There's no substitute for internet connectivity. No. So even if you can do voice calls, a proper business in the 21st century post-COVID cannot survive without data. Yes. So what petrol and diesel meant for the old economy is what internet connectivity is for the new economy. Very much. Amazing. So, in terms of the packages you mentioned, are you saying that even a small one-man business 
there's a level for them to afford because it seems as if these things are sold in packages that some of which are it's like they, they assume a certain level of usage so even to the granular level are you saying there are solutions for individual one-man business partnership law firm um, uh, whatever are they are, how, how do you calibrate the solutions okay so David, for some of them we've designed them specially to to meet the needs of the SMEs. Let me give you an example. So during the COVID time, there was there was there was one church, they have almost about over a thousand branches. And then they couldn't meet again. So then we spoke with them. We had interactions. They and then we built a solution for them. That's that's um that is based on our unified communication platform. So the pastor would set up the the meeting, and it's a phone. It's on his phone or wherever, what on whatever device. Then the members will dial in, and then he preaches, and then for the whole day, 24 hours, they pay one CD. Okay, this that's an example of something we built for a church, and they've used it for almost a year wow. throughout the pandemic. Wow. So there are there are there are. There are solutions, packages like that. Very cheap. One city, 24 hours. Could they see him or they could just hear him? They could see him or hear him. If your internet is, is good, you could dial into the, you could use the, the, the video functionality. But we're mainly using the, using the audio. Mm. And, um, and then we also have a solution we call SME Plus. Mm -hmm. Also specifically built for SMEs. So if you dial 5060-5060 hash, you'd be surprised the packages that are there. You, you, would, you wouldn't find it because it was specially designed for SMEs mm -hmm. because we know they are, we, we realize that they need um, these kinds of um, support. Then um, the Tebonet I mentioned, the fixed broadband um, mm. I mentioned, mm. these are very with 20 cities you can actually get what's the difference between fixed broadband and a turbo net okay because so, turbo is a brand name for a product yes yeah okay so the the the, the f both are both we consider as fixed broadband but for the fiber fiber is based on cable so we take fiber to your home or to your office or to your business where, where, wherever you you are we take fiber connectivity to the place with cable the the table net which is fixed wireless access product device is based on the on the uh, um, on the wireless technology okay so that's that's the difference so the, the you, you may live in a house which has no copper or yes. fiber cable connected yes but the device will connect to the internet via wireless wirelessly so Over a, a mobile network, so a 4G network. if 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 um internet connectivity like electricity is basically saying you have electricity without having cables to your house sort of yeah so, so it means that the the fixed wireless can reach more places generally than the fixed broadband yes so the fixed wireless wherever there's 4g you can use it i'm asking this because of business locations there have been yes. discussions around urban living and a lot of people have said accra is too crowded accra is too complicated they want to move to say cape coast or whole akosombo so but there's a challenge with connectivity the further i go from the center is there not uh if if you're if you're talking about a cab cable using cables yes then there's that limitation mm -hmm. but for the the fixed wireless access um technology mm -hmm. like our tablenet solution that's that's doesn't anywhere there's 4g network you can use it and get a very good experience yeah anywhere there's 4g anywhere there's 4g but where is there 4g uh, for mtn um we are 
uh, almost all the um, capital towns across the country. Same level of strength? Very much. So is the forging in good the same as the one I'll get in Accra? <laughs> Very much. You are sure? Very much. Because one decision to locate a business infrastructure, internet infrastructure is a key determinant of yeah. business location. Now, there's a feeling that apart from the strong signals we get in urban areas, the, the further you go from the urban centers, the worse your connectivity becomes. If we don't have the service, we don't have it. But if we have it, we make sure that you get experience. Yes, I see. So I said, apart from connectivity, you need visibility. And visibility rides on the social media platforms. But you also yes. need a certain level of connectivity to be visible. Is, is that not the yes. case? Yes. So that's why I mentioned that the connectivity is it's, it's, it's the basic. It's, yes, it's the basic. It's a, fun, it's a foundational infrastructure mm -hmm. um, you should have. Okay. And then you can build on top of that. So the visibility, the digital visibility, is the, the basic one is the social media. Mm -hmm. But then there are other platforms that you can uh, play play there and there are developers that mm. can help you put your services digitize your services mm. around and some of them um, work with you hotel um, express pay and all of them can help you develop some of those other solutions and then you spoke yeah. about logistics and movement where you speak about the boat and and some of these but yes. they also but it's funny almost every solution is data is, is connectivity based very because much. if you don't have internet you can't order for a ride very much you so, can't you can't do anything yeah so 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 we, we realize that so with the with our sme plus solution for example the 5060 star 5060 hash uh, where you can get the bundles we you find sms you find um, call time, mm. airtime, you find data. Mm. So it's actually a bundle mm. uh, so that you can meet various, various needs. Mm. But as I said, beyond, beyond you, your business getting the connectivity, your employees, mm. they also need to have to be able to collaborate. Mm. So, um, there are, there are a lot of solutions around that would allow you to, like, uh, we have one solution we call group share. So you buy the bundle in bulk. And then the, your your staff can um, use it from that same box. Mm -hmm. Sort of, you you all have one plate, and then you're using it from you're you're all eating from it. Uh, we call it group share. So in terms of connectivity, uh, there are lots of solutions that you can tap. What about into. productivity? Do you have any solutions, or do you have any recommendations? Not even necessarily MTN. Generally, I'm 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 hearing. Things around stock keeping, managing your wares, keeping track of payments, yes, and all those things. Yes, so um, there, there, there are a lot of them, and nowadays, um, because of advancements in internet technology, mm -hmm. you can find a lot of them online. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, with free versions. Okay. So for small businesses, I would I would advise that they start with the free versions, mm -hmm. and then as their businesses expand. Then they then they go up. So if you went to the internet and you and you typed um, inventory management mm -hmm. software, mm. you could get one mm. that is it's actually free mm -hmm. uh, or it has a free version. Okay. We've also um, we've also tried to develop one that's um, that's uh, for our customers for SMEs I work with. We call it business manager. Mm -hmm. So it has the HR part, it has a biz, uh, inventory management part, it has a point of sales mm. all in one mm. and for all of them you can have a free version a free package 
to start working with. Okay, so what our advice in terms of productivity solutions is try and start off with the free versions and scale up. Okay, but make the effort to to use it. It's not convenient for some uh, SMEs because they are not used to it. But as I mentioned, even if you don't want to do it, your customers have moved on. They want to be able to assess services online. Okay, your suppliers have moved on. So it's important that you you pay attention and be intentional about it to make sure you carry your business into the digital um, uh, digital era. What about space for work? When you do a survey of the big challenges SMEs face, I think in the top three, apart from access to credit, is access to working space. There's a lot of rent, sometimes in foreign currency. As a solutions provider, is that of concern to you? So are you, are you, there used to be internet cafes, but I don't think they are there that anymore. Is MTM business thinking around things around co-working spaces? or innovation hubs or places where people who want to work can just interact and thrive. Is that something you've thought about? Is that something we should be thinking about for the future? Okay, so we, we, we can think about that. But what we, what we do is, is to make it possible for you to work from anywhere. Mm. So that's, that is, that is so not necessarily the brick and mortar. Mm. Uh, you, can, you can actually work from anywhere. We can, we can actually have this from anywhere. We don't have to be here. Mm. So um, those are the kind of, uh, kind of tools that we are providing. So uh, we mentioned the, the connectivity. If you have connectivity, your mm. connectivity is good. Mm. It means you can, you can work from uh, portions of your kitchen, actually. You can set it up. I, uh, during the, uh, the heat of the COVID, and even till now, uh, I use part of my house as, a, as an office. So my fiber broadband is there. I have my, my, my lines are there and all of that. So I hold meetings. I hold all of that from that office. So it is good. It is good to have a physical location where customers can locate you. But you don't really need that anymore um, to work because there are now tools, technologies, technologies have advanced that you can work from anywhere. And people work practically from their bedrooms. I see. Yeah. But the, f the fact that people are working outside a traditional workspace presents a couple of issues. Yes. So, for example, if I'm a bank, I work in a bank and I'm supposed to work from home, and I've sent my office laptop home. That presents a new challenge. Apart from the fact that my kids are home and they could smash the laptop, I'm logging into a working system from home, mm. or I'm in a restaurant eating, and I say I want to work. Does that not present security problems and challenges? And if it does, what are your thoughts around how to manage that type of situation? Yes, so um, as someone in the internet space, I think is, a, is one of the challenges that a COVID brought. Mm. So you're working, you're working from home, um, your wife is around, and your wife is not an employee, okay, and you're discussing numbers. 
uh, discussing strategies and or your brother is around or you've gone to sit because you're not getting connectivity you've gone to sit in a restaurant somewhere taking coffee and you're discussing business okay so those are some of the challenges that somebody's sitting opposite you <laughs> somebody's and, sitting video you. and it's videoing you okay capturing your screen yeah. and all of that so First of all, it has to start with you as an individual. Mm. You must have that consciousness that mm. this this poses a security challenge. So mm. what can I do about it? Okay, so you are making sure that you're always locking your screen. Those are basic things. You don't need tools for that. Mm -hmm. Make sure you, you, you lock your screen if you're living there. Mm. If you're going to uh, have discussions, if you can use the, the earpiece, fine and also conscious about the people around mm -hmm. and all of that and you also should know that it's not everywhere you can discuss every everything okay so wherever you are sitting um you know seated you are, you are conscious you're scanning your environment mm. so that is important mm. and then there are there are also people who are advanced so they would want to tap because your 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 internet is not secure, you're using uh, public Wi-Fi. So it's important that you you log in using your company's VPN network. And for most companies, they have the VPN network. Log in using that, and so that then your data transfer and all of that is secure. So don't work with public Wi-Fi. You can if there's a if you don't have any other option, but then realize that. You are exposed. Yeah. You are exposed, heavily exposed. Mm. Uh -huh. So that is when you need to be able to okay. use the VPN. Um, mm. Where do you see the future of work? How do you prepare for that future? That's my final question. Okay. So we we aren't, as I mentioned, we aren't going to go back to the pre-COVID time. Mm -hmm. So if you scan around, I mean, as a small business, you would want to scan around um, and see what is happening. Most companies take the banks. Now you can do all your banking on your phone, okay? And big companies um, like MTN, we put in power into the customer's hands, okay? So the customer should be able to do interact with us over, say, an app, our Ayoba um, app, our my, my MTN app, and our eShop. All of that, we're building it, building these platforms so that they can interact with us, giving them the power to be able to um, assess services, manage their services, and all of that. So as a, as a small business, you should scan the environment and see that things are changing. So we're going to have, there's going to be a time where we're going to have a lot of robots doing <laughs> Uh, answering your questions, so, okay? Uh, uh, they call it chatbots, um, uh, and then the, we're also going to have um, uh, we're going to have a flexible working environment, okay? Where uh, employees can virtually work from anywhere and d at different times. This some companies have adopted already, and it's going to grow as, as we get the security issues, devices and connectivity issues resolved. We're going to have more of that. It is important that as a small business you prepare for that. And as I said, it's, it is critical to understand that it is not just you. You're working within an ecosystem. Mm. So if those that you're working with are changing, you need to change. 
Because, for instance, if you want to work with me tomorrow and you say I should come to your office, I would say, no, give me a way to be able to do that with you. You said you have a service, I should come and try it. No, show me where I can find it and I'll try it. Or I'm looking for a service, I go to Google, I type it, I should be able to see you there. So these things, this adoption of new technology is key. And then also training. Training, so you should begin to train your staff okay. to be able to uh, adopt some of these technologies, right. uh, take them through, and then finally be conscious of security. It's become a critical thing, be conscious of it. Thank you, Richard. Densu has been speaking to us on technology tools for the modern post-COVID work world for SMEs. Well, it's a wrap for this week's edition of the City Business Edition here on 97.3 City FM. Just a while ago, you heard Bernard Avler, the host of the City Breakfast Show, speaking to the Senior Manager, Enterprise Customer Enablement and Solutions at MTN Business, Richard Dainsu, on the topic, New Tools for the Post-COVID Workspace. Now, for more conversations from the City Business Festival Owner Series, including what you just heard, please check out our SoundCloud account by searching for City 97.3. Well, thank you for tuning in. Let's connect on Twitter at M. Obudu. My name is Michael Obudu. Catch you same time next week. Stay safe, stay informed, and bye-bye from here. My is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Benjamin Nketiah here with the Friday edition of Kickoff. And Kickoff is proudly brought to us by Lechejo. In the headlines, Barcelona reach agreements with Sevilla to sign defender Jules Kunde. Liverpool take on Manchester City in the Community Shield. And Ghana's Black Princesses take on France in a friendly game today as they continue preparations for the World Cup. Let's start off with some women's football and black princesses. Captain Evelyn Bedou believes the friendly match against France is a good test for them heading into the under-20 Women's World Cup in Costa Rica. The team is in the European country to finish up preparations ahead of the tournament which kicks off on August 10 and will uh, play France today. Now Ghana have been placed in Group D with the USA, the Netherlands and Japan and Bedou says the team will do its best to progress from the group stage. As a captain of the team, I'm very happy because it's, it's, it's a very good preparation for me and my team before the tournament. And as my colleagues, everyone is happy about the news that we're going to play against the France national team on Friday. They are very happy. 
and they, they, are, they are in the good shape and they are also prepared and ready for the game for all of us to test our strength level and know what is ahead of us. So we are all happy and uh, excited about a friendly game with France national team. I'm urging every Ghanaian to keep on supporting us like the way they did through their qualifiers time. This is the time that we need them most. We need them in their prayers. They should uh, support us. We are going there to represent Ghana. We are going to make sure we make Ghana proud, raise the image of Ghana high and also makes ourselves proud. We're going there to do our best, put all everything to make sure we pass through the group stage like me and my colleagues are targeting. So you had Black Princesses Captain Evelyn Bedou speaking there. Let's move on to some other news in the 2022 Gamma Cup. We'll see Accra Hearts of Oak take on Great Olympics at the Accra Sports Stadium on August 7. The one-off cup match which is initiated by the Gamma King Taki uh, Teiko through the second forms part of the Homo War Festival celebrations and is aimed at bringing the Ga community together through football. Now Larry Opari Otu is Chief Executive Officer of Primeval Media, who are organizers of the Garmanche Cup, and he has been speaking to City Sports. The Garmanche Cup is a cup initiated by the Israel Majesty in Turkey to the second as the Garmanche. Uh, the motive behind and objective is to uh, bring the Garmanche community together through uh, football. Uh, the Garmanche Cup used to be played uh, some years back, but some way, somehow, we have not seen the Garmanche Cup for some years. So he decided that this year, he wants us to bring the Garmanche Cup back. What he intends to do is also to use the Garmanche Cup to help uh, the young folks uh, within the Gandan Bay community, uh, the juvenile teams within the Gan, Great Accra, Great East, and also the juvenile coaches. We also want to sponsor them to go and uh, acquire certificate in coaching. Then he's also planning to have a juvenile team that's uh, an academy give opportunity to the young ones within the ground and kick off is 3 p.m. There will be side attraction. Remember, your ticket will also win you or give you opportunity to go to Qatar to go and watch the World Cup. And this is coming from Israel Majesty. It's uh, Omawa Bonanda that he wants to give to the fans. So your ticket, you buy your ticket, you stand a chance of going to Qatar to go and watch the Blasters uh, play uh, at the World Cup. Let's move on to some other stuff in Portuguese-based sports journalist Sam Fonseca believes that Fatal Isahako's move to Sporting Lisbon's B team is nothing to bother about. Now, the former Dreams FC forward was signed by Sporting on a five-year contract in April earlier this year after spending some time with the club's youth side. However, after playing some preseason games ahead of the new campaign, Isahako has been sent to the B team to continue his development. Now, according to Fonseca, the move by the technical team is to aid the 18-year-old get significant game time to help in his growth. I don't think you should have anything to worry about. I know the position change is a bit scary, but like I said before, I think it's just so he gets a better handle on the defensive ability and Amarim does like his players to, to be to have that defensive streak, you know, always coming back when, when there's a, a defend when there's a defence coming on. He wants all his players back at all times. That includes the striker as well. So I, I wouldn't take it like I wouldn't be too scared. Your fans shouldn't worry that much, you know I think Amrim knows what he's doing. He's got he's got a very good track record with youngsters. And I think, yeah, he, he should be fine. Like I said, it's a long season. He's not going to play at left wing back um, the whole time. He's definitely going to get his starts um, up top and on the wings. So, yeah, just, I don't think it's something to be worried about. And I think you should have uh, the confidence in Amrim. 
You heard Portuguese-based uh, sports journalist Sam Fonseca speaking there. Let's move on to some other stuff. And football is back. Liverpool will renew their rivalry with Manchester City tomorrow uh, during the Community Shield, which kicks off at Wembley, 4 p.m. There will be live analysis and commentary right here on 97.3 City FM. It's the official curtain raiser for the season. It's Manchester City taking on Liverpool. Liverpool have won the Community Shield 16 times, I believe. And so uh, tomorrow they will be hoping that they will kick off the season on the right note. The new stars will be on parade. Darwin Nunez, Ellen Haaland and the likes will all be out there. So do join us tomorrow as we build up to that particular game. Let's move on to some transfer news and Barcelona have agreed to sign France centre-back Jules Koundé from Sevilla for a reported transfer fee of 50 million euros. However, Barca say the deal is subject to the 23-year-old passing a medical. Now Koundé, who has won 11 caps with France since his debut in 2021, had recently been linked with the move to Chelsea. The defender has made 133 appearances for Sevilla and won the Europa League in his first season there after joining from Bordeaux in 2019. So it looks like Jules Kunde uh, might soon be a Barcelona player. That's all for this morning's edition of Kickoff. My name is Benjamin Nketiah. Kickoff was brought to us by Lechejo. There's more sports at citysportsonline.com. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. Yeah, Ottenham. You ready to party? You ready to party? Yeah. 
Time check is in three minutes past eight. City breakfast show, 29th day of July 2022. Oh man, Jedu It's a good song to request to a few people. Please wish Ruth Anibia Anibia Badu of MTN a very happy birthday. I wish I got infinite blessings this day and the years to come. From Kojo Asante of CDD, Ruth Anibia Badu of MTN. Ben, I hope it's not too late. Happy birthday to my wife, Linda, Mrs. Ntifu the first, and my mom, Elizabeth, Mrs. Ntifu the second. My mom gave me my first glimpse of sunshine, and Linda is my sunshine. And oh, thank you to my mom for giving me that opening line on Facebook Messenger. I see that you share birthday with my mom. Love to love them both to bits. This is coming from Jonathan. To Mrs. Ntifu the first and second. Happy birthday to my wife, Mrs. Juliana Oushuankoma. Loads of love and best wishes for me, the children and grandchildren. To a wonderful grandmother, Juliana. Coming in from Philip Oushuankoma. Please help me celebrate and wish Mildred Uku of Sinit Accra Industrial Area branch a happy birthday. She is actually uh, four years old. Okay, no, this is this is confusing. She's celebrating a fourth level birthday. So it's forty. Okay, okay. Because how can somebody four years be working <laughs> on it? Yeah, I'm confused. All right, so <laughs> I mean uh, things are changing, but not but that not bad. That bad. <laughs> mm. So Mildred Ewuku of Snit, welcome to the fourth floor. You are such an amazing woman and a support, a mother and an adorable partner at the board. 
May you mark your fourth level entry with God's grace, love, and peace. From your children, Papa, Erajua, Nanakoju, and Josiah. Josiah, the co-pilot, and the entire family. Also wishing my sisters, Essinam Vivier and Eugenia LSC Esiama a happy birthday. I would be in trouble if I do not wish her on your show. Coming from Mabel. Hey, Mabel, how are you? <laughs> Mabel Vivier and Essinam Vivier and Eugenia LSC Esiama. Mabel, your sister was dancing some asaboni on Heritage Caravan to Lumba. I told her I will report to you. She was dancing some very asaboni. Really? Yes, Mabel's sister was dancing asaboni on the Heritage Caravan. You know those Lumba songs that people dance some way. So I'm just, I'm just telling you. you. Can have a family meeting and discuss it. Happy birthday to Alice Echa Yeboa of Echo Bank, head of card operations. This is coming from Patrick Sa, Alice Echan Yeboa Vekobang. Happy birthday to Paula Ashicho 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 Mensa Doku Ashicho the Great Ashicho I think you can also call her Chocho Yeah Yeah Director The director Ashicho you are five minutes for commercial break Fight, but we make magic. Look into, look into camera one. Why these you guys should come and see what we do when we're on TV? There are all kinds of voices Sorry, whispering to you Charlie, on, on air. The very first time, yes. The very first time okay. I hosted a TV show. This was what, like five years ago. Yes, yes. This was on another network. Yes. My first night here, I was. Mm-hmm. I had the camera yeah, goes live. Man. Yes. Camera goes live. Yes. I'm talking, then I'm hearing voices in your ear. What, ah, what so at the point, I just stop and I'm staring into the camera. What, uh, what is this person doing? I'm talking, you are talking. I'm telling you to. T- you t- my second night, but not my second. I just took out the in-ear monitor. And I just. Oh, <laughs> I took it out. So when somebody does radio for a long time before they do TV, they learn a lot of bad habits. Yeah, they learn a lot of bad habits <laughs> to transition into TV. It's crazy. You know all the rules of TV show. Don't tell. But radio people like telling. <laughs> so we like talking a lot. And you know, in radio, you can shake your head in any direction. TV, you have to look in the yeah. camera and be quiet. <laughs> but things are changing, you know. These days, people are being more free. Happy birthday to Robert Dundas Wingam. Hmm. Hmm. 
Yeah, he's a listener of the show. He's a snit. He works as snit as well. Alright, this one says, kindly wish my wife, Mrs. Rita Ikea Adams of Absa Bank Ghana Limited. That's from her husband, Bernard Adams, aka Bizo. Bizo and, and the kids. A happy birthday, Bizo. From Bizo to his wife. Yes, from Mrs. Bizo Rita Ikea Adams. Let me repeat the one that came in much earlier. Kwekwa Jimandria, who is the chief executive of the oil marketing companies. This is coming from your wife. Happy birthday message, which has long been in the bakery. Kickoff was brought to us by Lesherho and by directive of BOG, Ghana Card is now the only accepted form of ID for all financial transactions. Visit any of our branches to update your records with the Ghana Card to enable us to serve you faster and better. Call or WhatsApp 0570-065-958 or call 0302-208-333. Lesherho, let's improve life. So let me let, let me just uh, check ask you a question. You notice a lot of people are rushing to the NIA to have their SIM cards done. Yes. The CATS is asking the minister to extend the registration. Minority is asking the minister to extend the registration. The Momo agents are asking people to extend the registration. My question is, what's the fear? Is it is it more the fact that they will not have access to their their phone okay maybe, maybe, maybe is it the mobile aspect or just the the fact that they can't make calls well people use their phones for wide range of things so many things these days aside you know sending money making calls yeah. um, sending messages what's yeah. you know it's data it's it's voice calls yeah. it's financial transactions there's mm. a lot that goes into this thing in the palm of your hand so mm-hmm. people just don't want that kind of disruption especially mm. when the the process to go through to regularize is a bit cumbersome. Let's let's yeah. be honest. It's a bit cumbersome. Yeah. So yeah. I think people are pleading with the minister and the ministry mm-hmm. to take that into consideration. The fact yeah. that it's quite a cumbersome process. Mm. Uh, there are circumstances beyond people's control that is also affecting some people getting their... Okay. their but we not to downplay the agency wanting to register. Mm-hmm. If, you, if your SIM is blocked, so what? Like yeah, me, I, I, let, I, let, let, let me let yeah. me let me be a bit of a devil's advocate. So okay. let's fine. Mm-hmm. People want to register their same da 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 da. But we're living before sim. We were. You you see, that's and that's the thing. We, you, Godfrey, we're living we before sim. know what it's like to not <laughs> have a mobile phone. <laughs> but there's a whole generation of people who don't. Are you sure? And there's yes. a lot more activity a with lot your phone. More activity with your phone. I mean, when we were growing up, yeah, we, you, we could. So wait, so are you telling me that <clears throat> if I took your phone for one week, mm-hmm. you can't work? You've killed my business. <laughs> but you can do it here. Yeah, there's an aspect no, of my go, business. Go for it. Everything you do on this phone, mm-hmm. if I give you a good laptop mm-hmm. with a good internet connection, mm-hmm. you could do it. But not with the speed. It, yes, and not, convenience. The, not the ease and convenience. And that counts. See, it does. No, I, I think counts. I think it's more it's more the routine of using the phone. No, because there are people saying, who can. How many it? people in your Circle contact you via email. Yeah, but that can make my life more sane. So let's assume I because God, I mean think about it. There are people I know who don't use a mobile phone. Yeah, I'll give you a couple of examples. I don't. Even, I have the permission to mention their names. Yeah. Okay. Let me let me, let me give you one bad example. Sheshe, if you want to interview him, mm-hmm. you have to call his phone, his house phone, mm-hmm. the landline, or send him an email. Mm-hmm. 
you cannot send him a WhatsApp or send him a text message. So he, I don't have his mobile phone number. Mm-hmm. But anytime I want to interview him or reach him, I'll either send an email to his email address or I'll call his land phone and somebody will answer. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's not there. He's in Ghana. I'm, tra- I'm trying. He's a very without your two phones. You have two. Yeah. That you bring to work yes. every day. Why yeah. do you have two? Would you? Would you? One is my function? personal phone. One is my work phone. And Plus your laptop. How do you function without them? He has two phones, two laptops. I, I have a, a laptop that I'm using to learn something. That, what, that was bought specially because of the, the function okay. of... Yes, and it's for, it's for the company, it's not for me. Which is why your phone also has certain functions <laughs> that you need. But almost everything I do on my phone, I can do on my laptop. Hmm. Except Momo. Hmm. WhatsApp, I can do on my phone. On my laptop. Hmm. Messenger. Yeah, but, the, but the WhatsApp is it not tied to you know, you know my issue. You don't, no, it's not, you know, this is my issue. Uh, okay, okay, okay. My issue is that the phone is ubiquitous and it's more of a distraction. You can decide that laptop, I put it on and work, I put it off and go and sleep. But the phone, you ask, we are working with the phone, and even though you want to sleep, the phone is still working. So the phone is working you. I think for the maybe the first day or two, you may feel some relief, but after that, you will be itching to have. I'll actually be free. Yeah, for, for a short period of time. Then you would start to get a bit anxious because. Are you, you sure? Yeah, you would, Bernard. Use your phone. It's it's part and parcel of you. If anybody has managed to live without their phone for one week, please let me know. <laughs> is it possible to exist in Ghana without your phone? I'm sure it yeah, is. Yeah, it is. Is it possible to thrive and be productive without your phone? I'll try. I'll, I'll discover on Monday. <laughs> How will you discover? Oh, I want my phone to go. <laughs> oh, are you serious? Yes, I want to experience it. As in, hmm. your SIM will be blocked. Yes. <laughs> but, okay, let's go into the technicalities. If a person's SIM is blocked, mm-hmm. they are, you don't use Momo, so you don't have a problem. So the first, the first, you, 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 okay, now your SIM connects you to normal phone calls. So all your contacts reach you via WhatsApp. Yeah. So your WhatsApp, if you don't have a SIM, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Then what else do you use the SIM for in the phone? Apart from the WhatsApp and the calls, mm. can a phone function without a SIM? No. The phone cannot function without a SIM. So you can't do... No, you can Like, de- if you have Wi-Fi, you can do other things. Yes. Can you do Facebook without a SIM? Yes. I you need is an internet connection. If you get an internet connection. Can you do... Um, Instagram. Instagram and Twitter yes. without a SIM? You yes. can. You can do it all from your computer. All, all from your computer. So you don't do Momo. So that's out. Mm-hmm. So apart from phone calls and WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. And email notifications. Wait, can you do WhatsApp on your... On your no, in WhatsApp you, you need a phone number. To your number. Isn't your phone number? Yeah. What about Telegram? Yeah, yes. Telegram too. Link to your number. All those things are linked to numbers. Okay, so you're saying because you don't use Momo, if your SIM is blocked, mm-hmm. you can still function with your laptop mm. apart from WhatsApp and, yes. and, and and Telegram. But that is a considerable part of my business. Okay, so if it but, wasn't but, okay, but, okay, it wasn't but, it wasn't part of your business, mm-hmm. and it was just for. Hold on. Communication. Hold on. I, I would not be too bothered because, unlike a lot of people, I use my email a lot. So let's continue the experiment. You don't use Momo. Yes. So if your SIM gets blocked, the only thing you will miss is WhatsApp and Telegram. The ones that depend on phone. Yes. Yet you can do a lot of email. Yes. You can do research. You can communicate. I can communicate easily. A lot so of people they will reach me for my work outside of you. Reach me via email, and even you sometimes reach me via email. Okay, but what if family wants to WhatsApp? Mm-hmm. That's why I'm saying that. that so that, that, that's where you suffer. Yes, that is the, where the struggle. Okay. Would be. Um, the reason I'm asking this is that 
But if I tell my family that for the next week I'm available only via email, they would reach okay, me via email. Can you do Skype without a phone number? Yes. So if you want to do, like, let's say you want to do a video call with your daughter. Skype, Zoom. You can, can you do Zoom without a SIM? Yes. But you do Zoom on your laptop. Ah, then what's your problem? It's only the WhatsApp. Mm. And calls. And calls. But when was the last time somebody... So text message is even out. Now it's calls and, and, and WhatsApp. It's somebody, this is when somebody sends you an SMS pad and it means the person... Charlie. Problem. But let's hold on. It means technically you are reachable without your SIM. Because if somebody can zoom, send you a Zoom, whatever. Uh-huh. And Zoom doesn't depend on SIM, right? So you can do email, you can do Zoom, and you can even do Google video. You, you are still reachable. To a point. But I'm just saying, the convenience part, does that mean my laptop will be open all the time? Mm-hmm. But, but no, you see, I'm trying to give an answer. Your laptop is open, not all the time. You see, when you take your phone and you think you are working, half, you are working probably only 40% of the time. Because most of the time, you are distracted by a Facebook ping, some Twitter comment mm-hmm. you want to follow. But if you take your laptop and you say, I'm working from 9 to 12, you can work from 9 to 12 and close your laptop and go and sleep. But the fact that you are holding your phone for 6 hours, doesn't mean you are working for 6 hours. Do you get my argument? Mm. So you may be more productive without your phone. Think about it. You may be more you productive. May, but the point is, you see, let's let's also admit that not everybody in our circle who would want to reach us can do so via WhatsApp yep. or even SMS or email. There are some people if you tell them send me an email, it's, it looks this it looks like this humongous job. So they would rather prefer to but call I'm you. I'm talking about your personal productivity, not the people's. No, I'm just saying. So, so if you look at your life. Mm-hmm. Are you more productive because you have the phone? No, 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 not necessarily. Yeah, it helps. These days, what is productivity? Is it, not, is, it not, is it not how you've arranged your life? Because if using the example of Godfred, he doesn't use Momo, so that's a different conversation, but he can be reachable on email. Mm-hmm. Somebody who wants to talk to him desperately can do a Zoom with him. Uh-huh. And if he tells... Because I feel that the distractions of the social okay. media on the phone mm-hmm. makes you think that even though you are working... Uh-huh. Half of the time, you are doing things you ought not to be doing. Probably, probably not. But the point is, for example, if you look at my line of work mm. and research such even sports, for example, there are mo- some of the things you discover via social. For example, but okay, let me ask you another question. Something breaks. L- let me so let me. so take take that away. But can't that thing break on your laptop? Because you have you have you have Twitter on your laptop. Uh-huh, but 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 you don't carry your laptop. You don't carry your laptop problem. around. You, but why do you have to carry your work around? <laughs> That's my, my, my point uh-huh. is that so the phone good you've, so you've the come phone to work at eight so o'clock. The phone answers see, that question. Wait, wait, you've come to work at eight o'clock or seven o'clock and you're working till four PM. So sit at your desk and work on your laptop. But you are going to eat food in the kitchen, you are holding your phone yes. and you say you're also working. Uh-huh. You no, are distracted. I mean, clearly well, if people take their phones with them to the kitchen to eat, it's not because they are working. Uh, my argument is that the mobile phone, even though it brings convenience, it reduces productivity. So let's well, ask people. You will see. Those whose phone lines to go for money. What I mean by productivity being concentrated work. So for example, if you have to write a paper, maybe you're editing a script and you need to do one hour, or you have to do like um a song that you are writing or scoring mm-hmm. for somebody. The phone is a distraction because when you want to, when you want to do when I say proper work, so let's assume somebody says, "Cookie, you're doing." Uh, I, I have the song I want you to call for me, and you need to give it to me by tomorrow morning. As and if you, you know, I have. And you need like to do that. Going on right now. <laughs> now, if you want to do that work, if you want to do that work, if you want to do that work, I'm 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 sure yeah. if you you put your phone aside and you do that one hour concentrated scoring, you want to write a paper. Somebody sent you a, an academic Something. piece. You want to write. In that moment of work, of course, 
So apart from people like Nathan, whose work is probably linked to the convenience of social, a lot of work is distracted by phones. Let's assume you work as SNIT. Let's, 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 you work as SNIT. You are mm-hmm. a credit officer. Or, 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 what, okay, not, not SNIT. What do they do there? You are, you are whatever. Processing claims. Pro- I don't know. Something like pension. How will having your phone working at that SNIT help you? If someone wants to reach you, they can reach you on the normal SNIT line. Yeah. Most of the time, she's holding that phone and she's checking Facebook. So she's distracted. If she puts that phone away, she has a, her normal landline in front of her. She has a computer in front of her. She can do more in two hours. But claims that, oh, I have my phone. Somebody's checking. <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> the phone is a distraction. I'm telling you. Exactly. I'm not saying you should ban it all. No. But people people have not imagined that they can actually live without it. I, I, and they can be more productive it, without to, it. Yes, to, a, to for some or to a large extent. Or let me say to an extent. But there are some others whose productivity largely relies on the phone. Mm-hmm. For example, if I'm in a shop and I sell, how will clients reach me via email? No, that's different. Or text, or WhatsApp. But you are. Or those, I'm in a those, car. Those, I'm selling those, blouses those, and those are crop top. Those are exceptions. But you see, you see. I'll give another example. I went to a meeting, and they were saying no phones. So initially, no, no, no. Who agree? Who agree? Mm-hmm. Said, okay. Who, who, who they said, all of you put your phone in a bowl, and we we'll put it at some place. Trust me, in that one hour of meeting, there was more concentration. I followed every angle of the discussion. I made better notes. <laughs> the news was going on. Sixties will send a comment. Me, I was kidding. We knew it. The station didn't collapse. We put, <laughs> you know we put the phones yes, aside. For what, like an hour? Yeah, we put the phones aside, and we were able to have a productive one-hour meeting. We made a lot of good notes, and I followed all the discussion. Now, if I had my phone on me while that discussion was going on, I probably would have followed the meeting 50-50. Sixers will send me some message about some production thing they want to do. I'll try and figure it out. Mm-hmm. So I'm not fully doing Sixers. I'm not fully doing meeting. And in the end, I'm just stressed. But without the phone, it was beautiful. Yeah, but then when you get back to the phone, now you've got to follow up on everything you Then he said, oh, by the way, I, I called Godfrey because you are not answering. <laughs> <laughs> it was beautiful. It was like, oh, see, see, like, not, like, I called Godfrey. So like, it was fine. See, so see, there's no need to even have I, this phone I, to even be disturbing my life. The reason why mm. I say that, I, I'm not saying the phone is the be all. And I don't really think the phone is the be all end all. I think it is the sim. That is a critical part of this conversation because people send us messages, oh, I can do without my phone, but don't you need a SIM to activate WhatsApp somewhere else? I'm just asking. Can't you live without WhatsApp? No, I'm, because for a lot of people, some of the internet. things they do is on internet WhatsApp. Internet is the issue. Can't you live without? Because the SIM gets you the internet. The SIM gets you the internet. Even if I don't want calls, I still need the SIM to power data. Even if I don't, the I SIM say I don't so, need... So the SIM is for personal internet. How do routers function? Yeah, and the, they have the data SIM for your turbonet and all that. Okay, what if the company has... Uh, what, if the, what, if, what if the company has... What, what if the company has... Uh, what do you call it? Like, um, like Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. Yeah, so you are in an office with Wi-Fi. You have a laptop. Can't you work? That's, that's okay. I'm just... You see, when you leave... I am asking... I'm asking very them. genuine questions. For example, mm-hmm. the people who argue mm-hmm. that... I, you can wire your WhatsApp to your PC. It is done. I do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. The point I'm asking, and I'm asking a very genuine question, mm-hmm. can that WhatsApp that is activated on a computer, can it exist without a SIM? That no. it would not happen. Uh-huh. That would not happen. I still insist you can work without <laughs> your phone. Phone is a distraction. But I want, I, I want to hear from people. We will hear. We will. We will. We will. We will. We will. Black Monday. Speaking about Dark Monday. <laughs> speaking about inac- inactive some institutions touch lives and leave a lasting impression and never forgotten. GCB is your largest bank in Ghana. We're rewarding customers who 
activate their inactive accounts this season. So from now till end of October, GCV is inviting all his customers whose accounts have been interactive for over two years, or sorry, inactive for over two years, to activate their accounts and get rewards. So activate your account with any amount at any GCB branch nationwide. You may also activate your account on our online platform and enjoy the GCB experience. Now, customers who activate with the 100 CDs and above will get a 50 CD reward at the end of the month. Harry, get your account activated and link your Ghana card to your account. Call 0302-681-531. We even have a toll-free number, 0800-422-422. GCB Bank is your bank for life. Let me tell you about something you can't live without, a generator. It's a gen- well, in, well, no, you can't live with it, but... What, what, what do you think is more significant, a generator or a phone? A generator? Your, yes. You, for you, if you had to... <laughs> No, like have a generator and have your phone. Okay, a generator. Okay, a phone. Because, okay, okay, okay. No. <laughs> if I didn't have electricity, my phone would not work. Uh-huh. So a generator. So we are we are talking as if there's no power. So power is more important than internet because you can't have internet without power. But your phone isn't just for internet. Yeah, but if I didn't have power, I couldn't. My phone wouldn't even work. Uh-huh. I so like, charge it. which is why if you have the whole country with electricity. That's the basis for development. But a generator is a backup, right? So it depends on the context. Mm. So like if city has Doomsaw right now and there's no generator, we are screwed. Mm -hmm. So even though we have good internet without a generator, and in fact, when the light goes off, sometimes the the telcos thing doesn't work. Yes, because true. the things the yeah. thing that powers their centers. So you would rather have you if you could pick you, you generator all day. You put your phone somewhere. And you you not a, now a because generator. this is Doomsaw is not a big problem. Uh-huh. If you had asked me this a far while back, I'd have said. A generate, but that's a good question. For a country, power is more important than internet. Power is the base the internet follows for a country connectivity. Yeah, but whatever. Get GNG. Okay, <laughs> like GNG will give you different kinds of generators for home for office. They've done it for almost thirty years. They are probably the best in the business. Call them on zero two four four one seven zero two one two. If you want to find them, they are on the road to Godfrey's house. Basically, Kolebu Motu Road. Or a super yeah, on the Bayara Stadium on the left side. You can also call zero two zero two 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 one eight. GNG Technical Services, the generator people. Speaking of which, even a lot of our work now as media will be almost impossible, according to Nathan, without connectivity. Yeah. So when I started working at City, the main thing was about the network. So for example, you go and file a story. They've created an, a local area network that you put your stories in. So like you're in a newsroom, you put the story up, then somebody can pull the story on the, on the, on the radio set. But right now, without internet, it's almost as if the company grinds to a halt. So I don't know. Let's do two more quick headline deadline things before we get into the system. <laughs> okay, now we're getting to the end of July, but at the beginning of the month, all charging entities were connected to the Ghana Revenue Authority Common Platform. Now, this was done to ensure that the 100 Ghana CDs exemption per base per person on daily basis is enforced across all mobile platforms. Remember to link your Ghana card to your bank accounts and mobile numbers to enjoy the e-levy exclusions. If you're wrongfully charged the e-levy, contact your bank or your telco. Let your taxes work for you and let's build Ghana together. This message is brought to you by GRA, the government of Ghana, and the people of Ghana. Mm. But you know that brings up a good point, Mm Benadio, because you don't have your phone. Let's Mm -hmm. say your phone goes dark on Mm -hmm. Monday. Mm -hmm. You don't have your SIM. Mm -hmm. You can't send Momo, which also means there's no e-levy. No, but e-levy is not... Because it's it's charged based on your mobile transactions. That's cutting your nose to spite your face. And I'm told that your WhatsApp will actually continue to work. You only need 
the SIM to register or switch devices. Uh-huh. So you can have the SIM, get the WhatsApp on, SIM remover, WhatsApp continues to work. Because okay. It, so WhatsApp is activated by SIM, but it's not maintained by no SIM. No problem. It is the activation. No, no, but I don't get it. We already have the SIM now. So we activate it. I'm just saying. Then now, if the SIM if goes SIM off. isn't working. No, no, no. But once you're on the internet, it still works. You see, if your SIM... And the tool will come from. Yes, you still need no, your Wi-Fi connection. No, but I'll, I'll use the Wi-Fi of City. But that is you. What about the others? <laughs> or we are just speaking about ourselves. Everybody should solve their own problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, let's talk about Silver Star Auto. Now, all Peugeot and Citroën owners can visit any Silver Star Auto workshop in Accra, Tema, or Kumasi and enjoy free inspection of their vehicles and 15% discount on spare parts and any service delivery. So, if you own a Peugeot or Citroën vehicle, this is the news you've been waiting for. The promo ends on the 29th of July, which is today. Visit our Facebook and Instagram pages to book your slot. Silver Star Auto, your trusted partner. Coming up next is Your Money is brought to you by CBG. CBG, we stand with you. All right, so it's time for Your Money Friday edition. A quick recap of some of the highlights. Yeah, we had two tips this week. The mm-hmm. first one was uh, getting a spending plan together. Since mm-hmm. saving is a bit tough these days, but mm-hmm. it can help if you have a spending plan to help you look at what your income currently can do for you, you know, because times are tough. Mm-hmm. And then we talked about um, getting a bankable skill by Yay. using things like pl- YouTube platforms that can teach you things for free, mm-hmm. you know. A bankable That's skill. A bankable skill. Like but you, coding. But you need data to access. Like scoring data. music. Like emceeing. Yeah. There's all kinds of things. Like editing know. scripts. Yeah. Like, like creating artwork. Creating and... artwork. Like making music. Like yeah. making music. Oh, like so much making beats. Podcast, and you can turn it into something lucrative. So. Yeah. Mm. So get a bankable skill in addition to what you do at work. It mm. creates multiple streams of income. That was your money. This is the City 97.3. Yeah. This is the City The City's biggest conversation. Where them is sell my man Mike. Tolerated me from now to 745. Gonna put this in the baby, this is the baby life. Hadn't seen a sack of the other down, I wouldn't decide. Hmm. It's from a dream when I made them here. A young fella girl who really did me in India. Who said the cost from a winner for the Pidia. Rapid and Yisaka made the Bobo Bosia. Yes, they were dreaming what you wanted, no more money for calling me. You can never want to be the chip of the motto. They made the bedroom for coming from the Bosso. They got to get it down upon the Bobo Boko. Already, they were done at this in a wallet. Who decided to keep.
This is one of my favorite Sarkozy songs because of the beat. I don't really care much about what he's saying in this song. It's just the way the beat works. That's the energy of a hammer. Beat. Too much. <laughs> but I think his favorite hardly is huh? Yeah. <laughs> he also like wait. <laughs> no, I think he has like two. Huh? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> what else? No, no, I think there are three. I love Kisto. Huh? <laughs> what? Else? I love Kisto. No, no, but you know, there's this. There's this Aisoba. Aisoba has some nice adlibs. Mm. Oh, you know, he has this. Come on, come on, Yeah, but that's right. <laughs> no, I think he's psyching himself up for the next. <laughs> <laughs> I love Sakodias. Huh? Now, that's another one. Now, so Nathan, you guys who rap, do you do like, do you say them now as you are rapping or you wait and oh, say no, it later? This is an overdub. So, oh, so okay. the first layer first. Oh, so he doesn't say it himself. Is, no, is that an earlier? No, 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 no. So after you record uh-huh. the, the main vocal, okay. then you record the the adlib but that's the only I like who people like adlibs because you can say it. all kinds it's of funny funny things look this guy Tiny yes. Tiny used to have a very interesting way of adlibbing his songs mm-hmm. so his adlibs would so for example so, so you know Sarko they would do ha 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 Tiny's adlibs were like precursors to the next line okay if it flows into the yeah, so he says so what the, so what like he, the bridge between yeah, the yeah, what he says in the ad lib mm. tells you what he's gonna say in the next line and okay. the next line and the next line and the yeah. next line. There's a song by Asem, okay, the school they be class they ball song. Okay, I think it's one of the most the most creative rap ad lib I've ever heard. Who did that? What Asem? What he did mm-hmm. was to kind of like create an echo. Mm. So he would say that if I could go back to school. Mm. So usually, if you say if I could go back to school, mm. your your regular rap ad lib would be let's say doubling up on school mm. or after school you hear school uh, something. Class the ball. Uh, you know, yeah. So if it's like in the rap, he said if I could go back to school. Now in the ad lib, he repeated the words not on time, but mm. he kind of delayed each word. So it's, it's as though you were hearing an echo. Mm. I, I want to tweet give me that song we'll see no but actually it's not good it's not good no my hand is like it's like you know mommy now back up it's like in Colombia the general is what it feels like huh oh my lord thank god for her <laughs> Alright, so I'm getting a few comments on what to do to exist without your sim. And this is not to say we, you can exist or you should exist without your sim. We're just asking, right? But let me say congratulations to Professor Joseph Osafo on his promotion to the rank of full professor of psychology. Proud of him for this feat. This is coming in from Dr. Jiman Bedu Collins. Dr. ABC, Department of Psychology and National President of the Ghana Psychological Association. 
And a big thank Dr. you to Ajima is a big man. He's to Charlie. He's a big man. He's a big man. And the thanks go also to Dr. Osaf, Professor Safo's wife, Mavis, for being such a strong support. So, Professor Joseph Osafo, I used to interview him when he was Dr. Joseph, and he became associate professor, and now he's full prof, full professor of. Um, Psychology University of Ghana Have a fantastic day From us on the City Breakfast Show as well Thank you so much for all your support He's a member of Church of Pentecost Alright, a few quick comments on uh, Productivity and the issues of SIM What will happen Don't forget, based on our interview with Professor Kenatefa About 800,000 people Who have registered for their Ghana card For which the cards have been printed have not actually received the card for a number of reasons. So, if the number we were told last week is to be believed, at least 800,000 people may be disenfranchised from having their SIMs if they all wanted to get SIM because they don't have a national ID card. That is the, the, the inference from the numbers Professor Atefa gave us. It may not be a fact. There may be more than... Um, I don't know, but I'm just saying. So a few quick comments on the issue of uh, phones and sims and things. Some people are educating us on the show this morning. Bernard, after activation, WhatsApp web will work for a couple of months without the sim, but they do the occasional check-in to your sim. That can leave you stranded if you don't have it. I know it because it happened to me. So you can exist for two months on WhatsApp without your SIM, but they usually do regular check-ins to make sure that each WhatsApp account is related to a SIM, which is where the problem will now occur. All right, more messages. The phone has become the primary way people stay connected now. Mm. You see, it's about distance and reach. Right. The phone with social media gives you a wider range. Mm. Abraham Ingbawi says, I wonder why the telcos are not crying for an extension of the registration exercise. How would they recover the loans they've given out to people who have not registered their SIMs? Mm. Mm. Justice in Pantai says, I rarely touch my phone mm. and I don't like going out. Mm. For convenience, I make calls to dodge people and interactions as well as things I can't say in person. <laughs> so Justice is giving us a method. A so he doesn't use his phone. He make calls to dodge people. How do you do Justice that? Justice is an introvert. How do you make calls to dodge people? He Instead of interacting in person, he'll just make a call. That's what he's saying. He doesn't right. like to go out. He doesn't... Okay. Let's right. get more. Uh, this one, so you can still do WhatsApp if you're already active on WhatsApp with that same same... Yeah, we're told, but that will last for only two operative. months. Yes. Um, it's possible to go off your phone for more than a week and you won't die. Mm. I've been off my mobile phone for a month. Okay. Yes, a whole month. What kind of work do you do, by the way? It will help us to know, All depending right. on your profession. For mm. some jobs, having a phone becomes like the necessity, mm. right? This yeah. one mm. says, this SIM registration is as if all your life and living depends on the phone. Mm. You know? Reggie is my name. Mm. Uh, but other friends, if your SIM is blocked, you can actually continue to use both WhatsApp and Telegram until you need to reconfigure those apps. Okay. Nete in Osu. That's true. That. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one says if they block our SIM cards, we'll use session, anonymous messenger wire, etc. We can get a foreign number to sign up for a new WhatsApp account. What is session? What is session? Do you know what session is? I think it's one of the messaging uh, platforms. So you use a foreign number to sign up for a new WhatsApp account? Alright, I didn't know that. 
John Imbachona says, if you can't get internet or Wi-Fi, you can't get internet or Wi-Fi on your laptop without a SIM. Mm. Mm. Paul from DC, when the SIM is blocked, WhatsApp and Telegram will still work with Wi-Fi on the phone until you want to switch phones or the app becomes outdated. So that's Paul from Dan Soman. Bernard, a tablet can replace your laptop if you can't carry it around. Your point is valid. You can easily do without your phone if you critically analyze it. Look at this. Every two seconds. Boop, 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 boop. Okay, this one says, I've been on this, my WhatsApp number for the last three years. Mm. I don't even know where the SIM to this number is. Mm. I only lose the WhatsApp number when I lose the phone and Mm. I'm required to install on a new phone. Mm. That's when I'll need the SIM for verification. Mm. But as long as I have the phone, I have my WhatsApp number. Same applies to Telegram. Mm -hmm. And now you may not even need your SIM for verification once Mm. your data is backed up in the cloud. Can you repeat that? Can you, I, I like that. Sounds interesting. Okay, I want he to says, that. I've been on this WhatsApp number for the last three years. Mm-hmm. I don't even know where the SIM is. Okay. I'll only lose the WhatsApp number when I lose my phone mm-hmm. and I'm required to install on a new phone mm-hmm. and will then need the SIM for verification. Mm-hmm. But as long as I have the phone, mm-hmm. I have my WhatsApp number. Mm-hmm. The same applies to Telegram. Mm-hmm. And now you may not even need your SIM for verification once your data is backed up in the cloud. Okay. Okay. We hear that. We hear that. Yeah, you see, you see. This song goes out to all the junior high and senior high students of this country. Yeah, I know you love me and I love you too. Yes. If I go, feel go back to JSS, I would have paid attention in class. If I go, feel go back, I wouldn't have looked at my friend Madame Pass. If I go feel go back to JSS, I would have taken my lessons very serious. Instead of sitting at the back and acting hilarious with my best friend Kojo, aka Aquarius. If I go feel go back to school, channel like I no go break any rule. Like breaking bounds with my friends to Kingsby Hotel just to swim in the pool. If I go feel go back to junior high, I would have gathered the courage just to say hi to the pretty girl who was always looking fly. Wherever she did, oh, when if I die. If I go feel go back to JSS, like Mr. Afyaleva could lash me. Because I would have said it hard enough to answer all the questions he asked me. Charlie, school the be, my class the ball. School the be, my class the ball. School the be, my class the ball. That's what I used to think before. School the be, my class the ball. They say school the be, my class the ball. School the be, my class the ball. That's what I used to think before. Alright, so if you've been able to survive without your phone or be productive without your phone, tell us how you did it. I can certainly tell you that I spend more money by having a Momo account because when I did not have a Momo, <laughs> I only went to the bank to take the amount I needed and then if the money is finished, it's finished until I go back to the bank. But these days, because um, now they've even made it easy for you to take money from your bank account into your Momo, mm-hmm. once there's money in your account, it is readily available to you and that's not such a good thing. I mean, it's a good thing, but it's not a good thing. You know, it's a good thing in the sense that if you need money, you don't have to go to the bank on Sunday. But it's not a good thing because if you're an impulse buyer or you're somebody who's not disciplined, then you have access to take your money without going through the bank. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure. Well, that helps the economy because if you spend more, the economy benefits. But your personal economy deteriorates. So I don't know. (laughs) 
Send people more comments on this conversation. Don't forget the context of all of this is that if nothing changes by today, we estimate now a couple of estimates have been given. When we spoke to Katz, Katz said they think about a million people would lose their sims. We cannot say a million, but the information we have when we spoke to the N- uh, NIA is that at least 800,000 people have duly registered for their national ID card, but they have not had the cards issued either because the location is different. We can't find where they are or they moved or we send the card to the wrong place. So about 800,000 people who are eligible for a Ghana card will not have the Ghana card. Now, if you don't register your SIM with the Ghana card, and if the NCA does not change the announcement, it means by Monday, the 1st of August, you would lose your SIM because the SIM will be deactivated. So the question we're asking is, what's the worst that could happen if your SIM is deactivated? Now, I think the second question would be, let's assume your SIM is deactivated and you want a new SIM. Does that mean you're not going to get a SIM? <laughs> so, be- because you have 800,000 people who don't have their Ghana card. Mm-hmm. If the person's SIM is deactivated and they want a new SIM, what do they do? Yeah. And we are, we, are, we are just trying to see if we can get to the bottom of this. I really wish I could speak to somebody to explain this to me. If for a genuine reason my SIM is deactivated, assuming the minister doesn't extend the deadline. She won't. And I want a new... You don't think she would? She won't. Because she would, have she, done won't. It, she would have done it by now if she would have done it. Yes, she won't. And she said she said she said she said this week this or last it. week that she's not extending it again. So. so what are the implications of that? If you have eight hundred thousand, um, that's my estimate. Mm. Let's even say five hundred thousand. Yeah, five hundred thousand seems deactivated. Mm-hmm. What would that mean for the telcos? Mm-hmm. What would that mean for people's own productivity? Mm. What would that mean for business? Would what it mean for the government's own revenue? Yeah, because I'm I'm trying to, I'm using the Ghana card angle because listening to Professor Tefa, the Ghana card shortage is genuine, mm-hmm. and it's some of it is by no fault of the people. Yeah. You see, so let's say somebody sent me a message from all the centers that for like three months they've not had printing cards. Mm-hmm. So people genuinely have qualified for Ghana cards. We can't print cards for them. Yeah. Now can I go for an extra from the Ghana card people to say? In the meantime, this guy has qualified for the Ghana card. We can't print the card for him. So this is provisional number. Is that going to work? What are the what are the remedial measures to protect people who through no fault of theirs? Because the deadline seems to suggest that those who have not registered or updated their records with the Ghana card is basically their fault. Do you get me? It's like we are giving you a deadline, but the constraint it's not just reluctance. Yes. The constraint can also be institutional capacity. And I think our interview on Thursday proved that abundantly, that you can have a genuine person who has been trying to get his Ghana card for the past two months and hasn't gotten it. I'll give you an example of someone um, in my area. And, you know, and she said, she, at LWAC, I think they're trying to do something there for people to register. Yeah. She said it was chaotic. Mm. They couldn't help a lot of people. She went there. She registered for her card. She didn't get the card on the day because... This, they couldn't print it for her. Now she's being told that she's not in the system at all. Meanwhile, she registered for a card. She went to Chase in her head office. She she ended up at L. She said they, they're now telling her she's not in the system at all. She's tired. She said she witnessed an elderly man also come, was so frustrated. He just, le- I mean, she, it's so chaotic. Like you're saying, there are lots of people who, it's not because they're reluctant or they don't want to, but it's, the system is frustrating them. They don't know where to find their cards. They chase after the cards. They can't get them. Imagine going through all that only to be told you're not in the system. I mean, how? Yeah. When you, yeah. you gave your biometrics, yeah. you know, all of that. So 
there are a lot of challenges that we would have hoped the ministry would have taken into consideration, but it looks like the insurance position remains. From what you're saying, I think the ministry and the NCA need to weigh two things. On one hand, the national uh, ID card and the Ghana card registration is an important security thing. So you are trying to ensure that fake people are removed from the system. Crimes they commit with fake IDs and sims and things are stopped so that's one benefit and that's a good thing but the 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 other point to consider is that there are genuine people who cannot get the ghana card and the 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 ghana card um, registration is not premised just on people's willingness to get the card is also the Ghana card availability is limited by the NIA's ability to deliver the card, cards, yes. to produce the card, to go through the legal process of making sure your records are correct, mm-hmm. to print the card and to issue it to the right person without mistakes, and all of these processes are fraught with mistakes. Yeah. So they can have a, they can have an issue with your details, mm-hmm. they can have an issue with printing, they can have a card printed but the sim is not working, they can have the card printed sim working but your record is wrong, so. I, I don't know who, what, how they weighed the benefits of everybody registering by Ghana card versus the loss of genuine people not getting their card. Now, if you had like a hundred people who did not have their Ghana cards out of the people who are eligible, you could say, well, a hundred people, we can find a way to manage them. But if the NI is telling you that as of last week, 800,000 cards People duly registered by cars not issued for a multiplicity of reasons. I don't know the reason for it, yeah. Because in an ideal situation, you would think, let's do an analysis, pros and cons. Let's assess what we lose if we block that sim versus what we gain if we don't. And then decide that what is the best cause of action for the country. It doesn't seem as if in Ghana that discussion is held in the public. So maybe the decision is that because of the security threat of not having cards registered, we will block every SIM by 1st August. Do you get me? But if you speak to the NIA people and you listen to them carefully, they are saying that people will not get their cards through no fault of ours. And not and through no fault of theirs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alright? So where is the resolution of this? Is it Parliament? Is it, is it the executive? Is it the president that directs? So the uh, minority says the president should direct the minister. Technically, it's the NCA that's doing this. But you can say the NCA takes action from the minister. So if the minister directs the NCA, NCA can do it. I, I, I'm torn in this situation. I think that we have to find a way of letting people see the agency of getting their Ghana cards. But we have to recognize that the Ghana card acquisition is beyond people's own reluctance to get it Mm -hmm. and we must listen to the so i think they should ask the nia if you look at all the people having received their ghana cards how many of them would you say is your fault as nia Mm -hmm. and how many of it is the people's own problem do you get me if nia can do that segregation it will help the nc and the ministry to say we will either extend the deadline or implement it but without that without that Without that um, input, and I'm assuming they have not, because I'm talking from a pure base on sitting I don't know. But without that engagement with the NIA, and inferring from my interview with the NIA boss, I don't think that has been done. Do you get me? I, I don't think, because 
the NIA boss was very careful to even admit that some of the people have received their cards because he his people made mistakes. He said it. Yeah. He said he said he, he was very honest. He said some of the people having had their cards because my officer instead of writing Tamale he went to write this. Uh, kum, kum. He even gave an example of somebody he knows whose mm. card was sent to a different place. Yes, mm. I heard of that yesterday as well. Yeah. No, he, he said he said he joined the interview. So I'm just asking. So I'm asking the NCA. Is it a Magidon if people don't get their Ghana cards by tomorrow? What is is the nation going to be exposed to so much danger that if we don't <laughs> block their sim, we are going to suffer irreparable loss? Well, the minister seems to think so. Looking at the last time she made a comment on this, um, when she reiterated her position on the matter, mm-hmm. um, and I'm just looking at a quote where she said that um, mobile phone subscribers in the country had been provided enough time and opportunity mm-hmm. to register their SIM card saying there is no way we are going to extend the deadline again. She explained the SIM card registration was essential because the exercise would greatly help the country mm-hmm. in its efforts to prevent online and cyber crimes which had now become more sophisticated. Can you repeat that? So she said that phone, mobile phone subscribers and users in the country had been provided enough time and opportunity to register the SIM card, saying there is no way we are going to extend the deadline again. She explained the SIM card registration was essential because the exercise would greatly help the country in its efforts to prevent online and cyber crimes which had become more sophisticated. Let's, 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 let's unpack that. <clears throat> there is no way we are going to extend the deadline because we have been given enough time. I think that is only half of the issue. Because, you see, if you say they've been given enough time, it suggests that their the, failure the to acquire the card also clear. is just based on their willingness to acquire the card. It, yeah. But the NIA has admitted that some of the processes are, are problematic. Yes, so it's not like the people... So you, you can even give the people up to 2024. Yeah. They will still not get the card if the NIA is not... So if the NIA is not printing cards, how do you say people have been given enough time? You can even extend it. So, so let, me, let me put it this way. You can say, let's extend the deadline to December 24th, mm-hmm. 2024. If the NIA is not printing a card, there's no way somebody who is eligible for the card can get the card. Yeah. So I, I, I think it's wrong to, to use the angle of enough time. Do you get me? If she had added that, I think I have the assurances of the NIA that... Every genuine person who deserves a card has their card. Therefore, I'm not going to extend the deadline. Then I'll say, okay, I don't have a problem. Do you understand me? If, if NCA says, look, NIA has assured us that every genuine Ghanaian who requires a card to register their SIM has it, then we'll say we won't extend the deadline. But you, NIA has not said that, and they cannot say that. Because NIA said they were not made to do that. Do you, do you get where I'm going? So I think this is this deadline. Yes, it increases the agency, but I don't think it it probably will create more problems. It probably will create more problems because you're going to have people who genuinely can't get a Ghana card losing their yes, SIMs, losing out, yeah. and it's going to cost the telcos more to deactivate mm-hmm. the SIM mm-hmm. and to issue new SIMs. Yeah. It's going to put more pressure on the system. Yeah. And then there are those who genuinely also ask that, well, for the part of the regulation that accommodates 
non-citizens and persons who are not residents, for instance, who will be staying in Ghana for less than 90 days. Mm -hmm. (coughs) They are allowed to use a valid passport Mm -hmm. or an ECOWAS card to register. But then that can only be done for 90 days. So they are saying... What's the point? What's the point then? Because if they can use a valid passport, Mm. why can't you take a valid passport here. Yes, especially since now you're, you can use your Ghana card mm. to get a passport. passport. Mm. So if you're worried about the security of the passport or the validity of mm-hmm. it, I mean, they take Ghana card information to issue passports now. So I, I don't see why a passport should not be an acceptable form of ID for someone who wants to get a SIM card. Let, 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 me, read a like, few, let me read a few comments to support this. This is from Kwame So He says that mobile phone registration is an important security exercise. Mm-hmm. We surely need it as a country. Yeah. However, we may have to take a second look at the punitive measures for not registering within the deadline. One, at the individual level, it is not possible for everyone to firstly obtain a Ghana card and secondly proceed to re-register for various reasons such as ill health, distance, cost, etc. Take, for example, an 80-year-old bedridden woman who lives 80 kilometers <coughs> from a Ghana card center and a telco service center Will such a person lose his number and means of communication in the next two days? Imagine a student on scholarship in Canada who cannot travel purposely to Ghana at cost to obtain a Ghana card and subsequently re-register his or her phone number. 2. At the corporate level, the re-registration instruction is unclear. If I live in Australia and own a business in Ghana with eight telephone lines, would I have to travel to Ghana to register eight official telephone lines across different telcos? Mm. Perhaps we should consider a graduated punitive arrangement where you do not lose the number, but rather without re-registration, the owner of the number would not be allowed full use of the number Mm. over a reasonable period of time. For instance, you would not be allowed to make more than two calls in a day. Or you can only receive calls but cannot make calls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Alternatively, customers of unregistered numbers can be charged punitive fees until they re-register their numbers. By all means, let's re-register all numbers. The registration process is so simple. Telcos must find additional ways to make it easier to re-register. Their, pers- their personnel can be positioned around various public places such as churches and markets. Telcos can, Telcos can arrange with banks and have one or two officers undertake the re-registration exercise from their wide network of branches wow let me read it this is a very powerful message so the registration is great but because of all the things we've said mm-hmm. just cutting off the sim is drastic mm-hmm. you can continue the agency for getting the card by putting some punitive measures for not having the registration without depriving the person of the card fully. Full, yeah. So the queues will still be at the Ghana card center hmm. because people still want to get the card. Yeah. But they will not lose the SIM because you have cut it off yeah. on 31st. Yeah. And I, and I agree with that position. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of the options available, especially because if you go back to the point I was trying to make yesterday mm-hmm. and the point you make about it's not that people are unwilling. Mm-hmm. It will be interesting to know mm-hmm. what numbers the NCA or the mm-hmm. communications ministry mm-hmm. has for uptake on chamber. this or the, or the chamber, chamber has for this mm-hmm. because if you had maybe say like a 10% or 15% or 20% uptake mm-hmm. after all the deadlines mm-hmm. it's been on for what a year and a half or mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. then you can say look people are not complying mm-hmm. so we need this deadline to get people to mm-hmm. comply mm-hmm. but if you look at your numbers and suggest that there is high compliance yeah. mm-hmm. and then you couple that with 
the difficulties that the NIA, the NIA has admitted to. And even in the face of those difficulties, mm-hmm. you are perhaps in the high 70s or 80s mm-hmm. uh, percent mm-hmm. on percentiles looking at compliance. Then you might not actually need a deadline because it looks like people are actually doing this as you want it. And you can, there is, you can never get 100. It looks like they're looking for 100% compliance. Mm-hmm. I do not think that th- that ideal is possible where you will get 100% compliance mm-hmm. in order to make the regulation effective. Mm-hmm. I think that the success of this can be determined by the fact that there has been a really high level of compliance mm-hmm. from where we sit. Because if you look at the numbers that the telcos have given us, Vodafone, for instance, say they are what, at 70% or so mm-hmm. registration. Mm-hmm. And they have 7 million plus mm-hmm. uh, subscribers. Mm-hmm. We might have to look at MTN's numbers. I don't know because they have like 20 million plus mm-hmm. subscribers mm-hmm. on the market. Mm-hmm. But if MTN is, for instance, able to show you that they have, what, 15 million or 60 million people re- uh, verified. Mm-hmm. Vodafone says they are 70%. Etel to go, which also has 7 million, say they are perhaps 70 or 80%. But you know, Clearly, you know, you know why that can be true? If you have issued 16 million Ghana cards... The total number of SIM registrations. Yeah. Oh, okay, no, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. No, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Because you can have one person having four SIMs. Yes, yes. So, so, sorry, sorry about that. Yeah. So, it's not, it's not one Ghana card, yes. one SIM. No. Yes. So, the, the logic of what I'm saying is, once your numbers show that there is compliance, then you, you, you go to, and this is very high compliance, then you go to uh, Kwame Sowu's suggestion, for instance, of the slow punitive measures to eventually get mm-hmm. more people or the rest who are lingering on board. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. But this attempt to, it, it's a bit excessive for me. Yeah. get 100% compliance. Yeah. It does not exist. I, I think what would be useful if we knew how many Ghana, how many sims will be affected yeah, or will be Monday. by Monday and also triangulate that with the number of Ghana cards that are genuinely unavailable mm-hmm. or the number of people who genuinely cannot get their Ghana card. Because I think that, you see, a, a law should not punish people based on what is not their fault. Yes. You see, if people have not been rushing to Ghana card centers, then I'll say, well, people are lax, they don't care about the sim, so they should sit at home. But you have people who are running, like, Elwak is crazy. It's crazy. People now, you can't tell me it. that people are rushing to Elwak just because mm-hmm. they we waited for, Elwak. because there's been issues with the printing, there's been issues with locating the card, there's been issues with, so it, it I, I feel it's, um, it's created an unnecessary problem. Mm-hmm. And the problem it creates may be worse than the problem it's trying to solve. Now, the other challenge people have is that, the foreigners can come in and get a SIM card with their passport. Yes, for three months. Yeah, but that's the point. What is more riskier? If mm-hmm. a Ghanaian in his own country cannot use his passport to get a SIM, mm-hmm. and you're saying he has the SIM, he should re-register it with a Ghana card, which he hasn't acquired. You have a first level of assurance that Bernard Avila is a Ghanaian. Yeah. Yet you're saying it, 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 it came a Funa from Nigeria. Mm. Can, he doesn't have a Ghana card. He's come to Ghana. Card. He will use his Nigerian password to get a Ghana card, a, a, a SIM for three months and use it. Mm-hmm. But Bernard, who has a passport and has a Ghana card that he has not registered for up to now, cannot use his SIM. But Ike Mefuna, so I'm using Nigeria example, from sure Iboland, who will come to Ghana with his Nigerian card, a passport, 
and he will get a sim to use for three months. Mm-hmm. Am I not safer than him for the government? Do you understand my point? So if you if you are saying that the Ghana card is the absolutely only identity to use as a Ghanaian, then nobody else will be able to register. So are you saying that a Nigerian passport is more valuable than a Ghanaian passport more for the three months? That can't be correct. So there are um, contradictions in the policy coherence, which I feel have to be addressed. You, you, you I, can't I, I, tell I think, me that. I think what that gives them is separation. So it makes it, mm. they know that, okay, we have for, for Ghanaians, this is only what we are using. So we can track passports that we know because that wouldn't be such a high number. Anyway, how many foreigners oh, come? I'm just saying, how many, how many Ghanaians? So, how many foreigners come into Ghana and apply for SIMS? Just, just asking. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if they are, you are looking at number of, you are saying, okay, ten thousand foreigners mm-hmm. who have used their passports. That's tracking ten thousand SIMS for three months. It's That's easier. something logistically could be handled. I guess your compared point. to. Okay. Ghania, adding Ghanaians in the mix. There are 2 million Ghanaians with passports. I get you. So they're saying the it's logistics. not a question of me being risky as a Ghanaian. It's a question of the fact that a foreigner can easier, easily be tracked. Yes. Even though he doesn't have a Ghana card. Yes. So Once he has a passport and he's registered for yeah, three months. typical example. So okay, China, again. for instance, the mm-hmm. Great Firewall mm-hmm. okay, means that you cannot do certain things. Mm-hmm. But when whilst we lived in China, People were doing things. We were doing things. <laughs> it does not mean that the Chinese government is not aware of what we are doing. If you go if out, you cross the line, cross the line, they'll, they'll catch you. They'll catch you. Mm-hmm. But it's easier to monitor because eighty percent of the country is not doing what you are so doing. So the purpose of the firewall is to deter yes. and also to make the group that will break it easier, easier to, follow. to follow. So the same example. Yes, that's what I think they are trying to do. So let's think this. about that. You're saying foreigners may not be that many. Yeah. So giving them foreigners yeah. who apply for SIMs yes. to use. So yeah. using their SIM. For three months, mm. it's easier to track yeah. than the two million Ghanaians who may not have the Ghana card or maybe yes. one million yeah. and are just using the passport. passport. But are we saying the Ghana passport is that bad? Uh, how can it be? Do you get me? Are you yeah, saying the Ghana passport? Like, so why? Okay, th- like this is my, 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 my challenge. The Ghana card may be good, yes. but it doesn't necessarily vitiate the usefulness of a passport. Yes. You know, we are very, how do I put it? We'd like to, we, we lose superlatives a lot. So the Ghana card, SIM enabled, is the, as da 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 is good. But, but how does the passport become so bad just because of it can't the be. Ghana card becoming good? <laughs> Do you understand? The, the fact that the Ghana card is good, it's, it's like the Ghana card being good doesn't mean then all of a sudden the passport becomes that useless. Yes, it's true. not useless. So, yes, I understand the need for uniformity in using the Ghana card. But you have to understand that the Ghana card acquisition is not in the control of the citizens. Yes. So if you're going to deprive uh, 800,000 people of their Sims, you better have a better reason. You say, okay, you know what? If you can show me a passport for now, we we'll still keep the, the the sim until you get your Ghana card. Yeah, you get so it it's yeah. I, the I, more I, the more I think about it, the less sense it makes. I understand your. I understand the more your, I think about it, the I less understand sense your frustration with the vilification of the passport. Yeah, for the past two like, years, and you know, one of a sudden, eventually, eventually, yeah. to catch up with us. Eventually, yeah. some way, somehow, you see, because the 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 Ghana card, for all its magnificent uses and its potential, we know what it's capable of doing if run properly mm-hmm. through the various institutions. Also, comes with the political baggage, if you understand what I'm talking about, in the sense that a lot of money has been invested mm-hmm. in 
the Ghana card and what it means to the economy. And it has mm. been used in the in political communication as well, for mm. want of a better way to express what I'm trying mm. to say. Okay, so an attempt has been made to, mm-hmm. say, to say that, look, the Ghana card, as we have already told you, is the one thing that moves this country from A to B. We understand that. Unfortunately, I think that that message could still have been spread without shaming the passport. Mm-hmm. You could have said that the Ghana card will do A, B, C, D for this economy. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the processes of acquiring a passport as well in this country, unless they are going to double up on the security, I do not. The, the passport is a very strong document. It's a really, really, really strong document. So, mm-hmm. and, and the fact that it, it, the passport is so strong that it's not everybody who can acquire a passport. That is why you have, what, 2 million people or 3 million people. Being the only one, the passport is issued by the immigration, which arguably is been not even arguably immigration and ministry of foreign affairs together. Mm. Who who did the passport passport office as an administrator of interior? They've been in existence for longer than the NIA, yes. So they have tried and tested systems. So, yes, the NIA may have a more um, technologically superior solution in the long run, but that hasn't all of a sudden weakened the strength of the passport. You know, so I, I think there's a lot of, I don't know how to put it. No, I think with also with this one, the location, the matter of location mm. is key in the sense that they say that with your Ghana card, mm-hmm. it comes with your geo address. It's linked with a g- digital address, right? Your passport is not linked with a static address. No, I'm not arguing about the superiority. I'm saying that. There are levels of guarantees you get. Yes. The fact that somebody gives you 10 levels of guarantee doesn't mean that the person who gives you 7 levels is all of a sudden useless. Yes. So between the person without 10 losing his SIM and the person with 7 getting the SIM pending the extra 3, what's the solution? Their problem in this regard perhaps is the fact that if you look at the FAQs when they explained this, the consideration is that the capacity or the potential of a SIM card mm. and what it can do requires the ability to track an exact location for the owner if an issue comes up, which you might not be able to do with a passport. Perhaps. I get it. But I, I'm not, I, I, I feel this is not... I, I don't think it's necessary to do this. No, I agree. That much I, I agree. I, I don't with. think it's. I mean, I see the importance of the registration, but I really don't think that the. I don't. I. I, I don't think it's. It's. It's that. Um, I don't know how to put it. My words fill me. It, yeah, I, I, just, I just putting care. a deadline it's, on it yeah, at this no, moment. It's not ex, ex, for me, Bernard, I'm just going to repeat this, especially when, by every measure, mm-hmm. there has been high compliance. Yeah. By every measure. Yeah. Yeah. So people unless, are not, unless, people unless are not selling at home. Yeah, yeah, there has been. I mean, if you go to Elwak today, you will see them up there. I didn't even forget that one. People are. People, you can say, oh, people are rushing to Elwak because of the deadline. But before the deadline was coming, there were still people, 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 were, still compl- people were still registering. Compliance has been really, really high. I agree. Yeah. All right, send us your thoughts, 
Nathan, read a few comments for us. All right, this one says some people. Okay, this deadline is going to cause a lot of havoc to the system. Some people have not been successful in acquiring the Ghana card. Some people who have not been successful in acquiring the Ghana card have started giving their sims to relatives and friends to register for them. This will mark the exercise if they don't extend the deadline. Kofi Sam from Anya NIC says, please, um, you can use a friend or relative who has a Ghana card to register and later change if you get your card. I don't know how possible that is. Uh, this one says, is the same registration tied with age? It's a tied. It's not tied. It's tied with ATID. My 17-year-old daughter went to get a SIM card with a Ghana card and she was told she had to wait until she was 18. Okay. Harriet is asking. I want to know if I can still uh, get my card, Ghana card registered after the, the deadline. Okay. Mm. Concerning the SIM blocking, then those who are not financially stable can only use can uh, those who are not financially stable can only afford the SIM mm. and not anything else to provide internet. The phone is useless. They can't even send you the email you want them to send you. Those with a smart room, smartphone will probably use it now as a digital camera. Mm-hmm. Raymond Kwashi mm-hmm. from Galilea. Since I've registered my phone with a Ghana card, although I'm currently outside of the country studying, it's physically impossible for me and many other Ghanaians studying outside to visit a telco for our biometrics to be captured. Is it not possible for the telcos to get our biometric details from the NIA? Hmm. Our biometric data was captured when we registered for the Ghana card. Hmm. That's coming from ARAM on behalf of concerned Ghanaian PhD and master students in Hong Kong and other places. <laughs> This one says, can you know that deactivation doesn't mean deletion? It's a temporary suspension. That's Kweku. Mm. That. Alright, this one is from Efo Koku from Okwegono. He says, uh, Ghana card, I don't have. NHIS card, I don't have. Bet set, I don't have. Passport, I don't have. Vaccination card, I don't have. Mm. Same not registered, mm. and I'm not bothered. The economy is already stressing me, and I won't allow same registration to add to the stress. Ah. So, they should eat their SIM card. Mm. Okay. Alright, my question uh, concerning the SIM registration is that if I can link my driver's license and voter's ID with my Ghana card, then why can't I use driver's license or voter card to register my SIM card? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, the registration of the SIM card, the general approach by the NCA with regard to ultimatums and the whole hassle and bustle of getting a card is giving off the vibe of a teacher-student situation of do this now else I punish you. Mm. It will be expedient if the registration were to be done on a rolling basis with gradually limited restrictions after a certain period of time. Mm. Francesca from Tebibiano sent that. Mm. Felix from Boche, um, I registered my Vodafone SIM in June at the ANC mall. I re- recently received notifications that I, that I registered SIM or lose. So I called Vodafone to verify. I was told I successfully linked my SIM to the Ghana card, but the bio data wasn't captured. I'll make an attempt today. If I fail, I'll transfer the money to my Vodafone cash and let them take their SIM. Mm-hmm. I tried registering a new SIM yesterday for my younger sister because she doesn't have a Ghana card yet. Mm-hmm. I bought the SIM and I was um, so shocked at how the young man was registering the SIM card. Mm-hmm. He gave me his phone to type my info on a group page. Mm-hmm. He took a picture of my Ghana card and my picture on that same page. Mm-hmm. I asked him and he said they would help me register it at the office. Mm-hmm. I'm, what I mean is genuine and if not, if it's not, then the fraud we are fighting against is probably coming back big time. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a serious situation. 
right. Mm. And my dad and mom got their cards from the same place. My mom was able to register his SIM, but my dad couldn't because his data isn't in the system, even though he has his card. He's 70 now and blind. He's been using the SIM for 20 years. He's going to lose it because of a system error. You can easily stay without the Ghana card. You can't use your Momo and that can do calls and all. I think anyone who wants to use Momo will go ahead to register just like the banks did. Mm. And so the NIA can issue... Uh, cards instantly like bank issues like banks issue ATM cards it's not sensible to block people mm. alright I just don't understand this whole same registration process why do we need to do biometric registration with the telcos when we have when the Ghana card has the bio data why can't the telcos just retrieve the bio data from NIA when we link our cards we didn't have to do biometric registration when we're linking our cards to SNIT or the banks that is what is frustrating the process. Mm. All right. In my case, my the card got lost, but I got a text from SNIT uh, concerning the merging of the two cards. Fortunately, the Ghana card ID was there. ID number was there. So I managed to do the first phase of the same registration. I applied for a replacement at the NIA Center at LWAC on June 13th and was told to go for the card in second week in July. But now I hear they don't have cards to print. Mm. Hmm. Alright, uh, it says yesterday was the sixth time I went to take my card, only to be told I had to go to LWAC to confirm if my details were in the system. Meanwhile, I received my number from SNIT. Mm-hmm. My card was not at the location. Emmanuel from Hachu. Alright. I believe the NCA and the minister must progress gradually with the SIM card registration. For instance, they could give various deadlines for certain services on the SIM card. So July 31, all those not registered can use their phones but won't have access to Momo. Mm. Then by December 31, all unregistered SIMs will not have access to Momo and data. And then finally by June 30, 2023, all unregistered SIMs will be blocked. Let's be creative. That's coming from Kwesi Aqua. Mm. In Sakumono. Um, NIA should give the numbers of the people who have genuine issues as, uh, at, as of close of day to the telcos. Those people can be exempted from the possible loss of SIM cards. Right? Bernard and team, don't limit the NIA conversations to SIM cards. Please, we can't do banking transactions too. Mm. My 87-year-old dad cannot withdraw his pension okay. to buy his drugs mm. and his health is deteriorating on a daily we just had a couple more here. Bernard, let's allow the a minister to block the SIMs and set a firm date to resolve all the problems. The NIA should also consider digital cards where the user only has a number that banks etc. can use to access their NIA records. An app that brings up the digital card is also fine. So different suggestions. So maybe they block the card and they block the SIM and then they give a date for resolution. Maybe that, that could work, I don't know. Good morning. Uh, what are the numbers for cyber crime fraud compared to potential losses from losing business because of the SIM card block? Are the cyber fraudsters solely dependent on our Ghana SIMs? Do we really understand how they work? Hmm. There's a lot of different views on this issue that we may not be able to resolve today. Good morning, team. The dual address tracking tied to the Ghana card doesn't wash. I rested in Waliwali and I've since moved to Axim. How do you track my new location using my Ghana card? Maybe they'll go to your old house and ask them, where do you live now? I don't know. And you see, that, that brings up a good point because even just for people to get the initial card, look at the hassle. If you have to update your details, is there a way you can do it without going through that process? Can you update your address without having to go to, you know, either headquarters or one of the offices? Can you do it online? 
those are other issues. A lot of people need co- to correct information on those cards. Mm. But Manyobi Nene says, I'm one of the agents helping with the biometric capture. Aside mm. the issues with NIA and Ghana card, the app for the capturing is currently down mm. and is not responding as you speak now. Mm. The country has serious leadership problems So biometric capture is also an issue now That's on Twitter uh, James says I don't get why data sims now have to be registered with Ghana card You need a voice sim to get a data sim Why do I need to register them differently? Okay uh, At Real Penguin says Aside the 800,000 plus pending cards to be issued There are a number of people also with Unverifiable cards issued by the NIA This is no fault of theirs Okay um, He also says a friend of mine had the same issue. Even some of the cards produced are not verifiable. Uh, Edmund says, I've received my Ghana card, but it's still defective. I took the card to the office in June. I was asked to come for a replacement in August. Would it be my fault if my SIM gets deactivated? That's a good question. Mm. Here's a nice message that I think we can end the section with from Divine Popolampo, which is posted on Facebook. It says, at the peak of COVID-19, the president told us our decisions will be based on science and data, not sentiment and political opinions. Quote, and unquote. Mm. Our decisions will be based on science and data, not sentiments and political opinions. The question is, does the concept of using data for decisions apply just to COVID? Why is it not being used to the new registration of SIM card scenario? Let's scratch the surface of the data. Then it goes on. As of April 2022, there were 41.3 million voice SIM cards in Ghana. Mm. This is NCA data, right? So April 2021. So April 2022, as of March 2022, there were 23.6 million data subscriptions. This is also from NCA data. Now, broadband data access providers, mm-hmm. Selfline, Broadband Home, Telesaw, and Biz Internet had about 48,901. So putting together NCA data. So there could be an intersection of the people with just data sims in two and voice data in one. So let's not add them. Let's just estimate that 42 million people with SIM cards in Ghana, or 42 million SIM cards in Ghana. Again, per the most recent update from NCA on the status of SIM registration, as of 27th May, 13.2 million SIMs had been successfully linked to the Ghana card. May 2022 is seven months into registration. So in seven months, we've registered 13.2 million out of 42 million. That's about 31%. Let's say from the 27th of May to 28th July, we doubled that 13.2 13.2 million number. That makes it 26.4 million out of 42 million or 62%. That's potentially 15.6 million SIMs, about 38% in Ghana could be cut off by 1st August. Mm. We can also examine the NIA numbers too. We are told a little over 1 million registered are yet to get their cards. There are also people who have issues with their Ghana card and must be updated but couldn't due to no fault of theirs. In the whole of Ghana, there's only one center to update the records. So the question I ask is, why are we not using the data to make the decision on blocking SIMs on 31st mm-hmm. July? This is not about opinion or political reasons or stubborn academy. Have we thought of national security or emergency issues? So if I can't call an ambulance or whatever, see something, say something to report a terrorist after 1st August because I can't get my card from NIE, then whose fault is it? Nine months to register for the two million SIMs is over ambitious. I think a more feasible date could be 31st December 2022. You're listening to this one. Somebody's also saying, just a quick point. He says, okay, so based on the reprieve that foreigners get, then a reprieve could also be for Ghanaians that you can use your passport to register for a SIM for three months, after which you can be deactivated if you have not regularized with the Ghana card. Mm. That, 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 that means, but you see, most people who have their sims 
already have registered it with the passport. So they, you are basically saying give it a 90-day extension. Yes, that's what you're saying. Yeah. But would they? We don't know. We will, we will come back and deal with something else. But if you're thinking about getting that project started or paying that rent and fee for your course or your word and lamenting about how to pay off that expensive loan and rebook a new loan at a cheaper rate, worry no more. First Atlantic Bank's payroll loan is your solution. So far as you are a government worker whose salary is paid by the Control and Accountant General, you can apply for a loan of up to 150,000 cities for all your pressing needs. Wait no longer. Visit any First Atlantic branch near you or dial star 442 star 30 hash to apply and enjoy the lowest rates. Terms and conditions apply. First Atlantic Bank, refreshingly different. And the Ghana Pay is here. Mm-hmm. It's a mobile money service. You can send and receive money at zero transaction fee, pay bills by airtime and data, Transfer money to and from your bank and do so much more your way. Register for Ghana Pay downloading the Ghana Pay app from the Play Store or the App Store. Dial star 707 hash. That's another option. Or visit any branch of your selected bank to activate your wallet. Ghana Pay transaction via a free. You only pay the e-levy. Ghana Pay your money your way. And it's important to safeguard your business against all forms of cyber attacks. That's why Surfline is offering you a business bodyguard called Surfline Internet and Business Solutions, or SIBS. SIBS is designed to safeguard your production lines, your online transactions, social media pages, and so much more. Choose digital protection. Choose SIBS. It's the best investment you'll ever make for your business. Call 0302-745-766 and book a demo now. Surfline, better together. And when you buy anything, it has to be the very best. Diamond 42.5R grade cement is the highest quality cement on the Ghanaian market. Mm. Since the year 2000, Diamond has put smiles on the faces of homeowners, block makers, and supported numerous construction projects Mm. with their high quality brand that's rated green by the Environmental Protection Agency. If you want to buy Diamond cement, deal with the company directly. Mm. Call 0244-313-368. Diamond cement, still as hard as a diamond. And how important is your health to you? How often do you visit a health facility? Visit Vic Dank Healthcare, a Ghana Health Service certified healthcare center that specializes in kidney stones, hepatomegaly, hypertension, fatty liver treatment, among others. Vic Dank Healthcare specializes in using 100% natural medicine in all treatments. Visit Vic Dank Healthcare on the Spintex Road behind the Standard Chartered Bank. You can also call 0549-951211. Take a shortish break. There's more when we come back. City break for show. Whatever happens, we'll let you know first on City. If there's an extension or not. Goffrey thinks there isn't going to be an extension. We don't know yet. We'll see. Yeah, if you know the communications minister very well. You think she would have announced it earlier? If she would have. She wouldn't do it. Okay. We'll see. But there's a president. So the finance minister said he wasn't going to go to IMF. The, the president uh, spoke to the IMF people and then we went to IMF. So... The president is the ultimate authority in the country. So we'll see. We, we don't know what will happen. Well, that, I, I'm very happy to hear. We'll see. What her, the stance is all mm. about. You know, yeah, but she's been clear that they're not going to extend it. Extend it. Yeah, they're not going to extend it. So I think somebody's p- position was that you block the cards and let's see if within the period you can create a solution. Yes. Because it's not as if blocking the card is the end of the, the world. The world yeah. So there's a way in which you can block the card and then resolve it as well. Yes. So they could say all cards which have not been registered by Ghana card are blocked. Now, then they'll create an avenue. But why was that not an option? Why must this always be like the (laughs) difficult option? It's either the highway or hell. I don't know. I I don't know. We'll we'll be back to deal with that. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. 
Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. Nine thirty-five on a city breakfast show. We're getting straight into a quick conversation with friends from St. Augustine Senior High School shortly. But before we get into that conversation, if you want your child to do well in school and in life, you need to teach them great. And the best way to learn this is through sport. Teaching them to bounce back no matter how many times they fall, to keep shooting for their goals and stay disciplined even when things take long. When they build great in sports, they build it for life. Help your champion build great today through sport. Energize them with a nourishing cup of Milo to go further. Milo, the energy to go further. All right, so who do we have here? We have who? The <laughs> we have some Absunians. Absunians. Raise your yeah. body. Absu Raise your body. Oh. Raise your body. St. Augustine's College produces great men, Bernardino. What do they, what, what does Absu mean? Uh, Augustine's Past Students Union. APSU. Yeah. Okay. So I have Kennedy Kwabnate and Ebenezer Pomafo, who are from which year group? 
1998 year group. The 1998 year group. There to be different. <laughs> My God. <laughs> and they're here to talk about the 93rd speech and prize giving day. We grew up at uh, the school group. 93rd exactly. speech and prize giving day. Mm. And the unveiling of the Absu 98 Legacy Project. Yeah. Wow. wow. Now I'm feeling jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling. I feel very, very jealous. Bernard, uh, can be absolute by proxy, you know. No, no, no. no, no, no. Because <laughs> you already have the 98-year group. You're, you're, yes. you're pre-sec 98. Yes. So, you I'm, know, I'm your brothers. Person. Accra, you know, Cape since, Coast. You know, since we actually beat pre-sec guys, in the, uh, tell the guys, they make some way. They make some way. <laughs> well, I didn't know you guys were my mates because you grew, but... <laughs> <laughs> we don't grow. Some of us actually finished... Four, I was actually telling some of us. Some people finished school 14... So I have in studio Kennedy and Ebenezer uh, from the 98-year group of St. Augustine's College to talk about their speech day, which is happening. Uh, when is it happening? 18th of March. But 2023. Yes, but we have a. Um, but can, can uh, you know we can't do this without the anthem. No, we have that at the end. We want the morale to come. Oh, okay, what's that? Uh, okay, <laughs> but can you help them? Because I don't know your anthem. Oh, we we, we the two of you. Take a look at fast we sing. Don't worry. Can you do? I have to call my husband for that one. Gimbo guesting Yahoo Tony. Papa no kwenya meso osabi Ampara ebebe katlefu Mwane nyonya Asokoko ni cheche ni pa Pa Mwogeste ampara radafu pa Ampara ohutone Mwane kaneba Tie naso Natika jeye I love it. I love it. I like the way it ends. Can you do the end again? So that's like the the additional part. Hey, that's the more I love it. Sacramento Adoremus. No, Charlie, I'm you do all. You do all. There's school big time. You are only school private beach resorts. Amazing. So, when was the school founded? In 19. So, nine, uh, so 93rd. So, 2023. So, Excellent educated individuals. Our mm-hmm. character traits are also exceptional. Wow. So, welcome to the show. So, when we say an Absunian, we're talking about somebody who's left St. Augustine's. Yeah. So, Bernard, what happens is this. So, when you leave St. Augustine's, the 10th mm-hmm. year after leaving school, you are inducted into the Absu community. Mm-hmm. And then, in uh, the 20th year, you go back to school. Mm-hmm. Then, you go and think about the school and what you can do during your speed day. What happens in the 25th year? Okay. So, in 2018, we were back in school. All right. And now, we have decided what we are doing for our 25th anniversary, which happens next year, 18th of August. You seem very excited about it. Mm. Very excited. How far have you gone <laughs> no, with the Bernard, project? We are very excited. Mm. We are the first group mm-hmm. to take the baton. We took the baton this year during the speech game. Mm-hmm. We also broke the grounds and started 
the, the project, project on that same the day. same day the same day you took the baton so on yes. the speech day which we, had, I, we had already before yes so, so 17th of march this year yes. when the 97 guys handed you the baton yeah. you started the we project. were on site already we had already wow. cleared the sites yes so we, wow so you already decide what to do yeah. exactly so ben, that's In what i was saying 20, 2018 20. so when you okay. go 2018 you start the discussion the, the school has a list of projects mm-hmm. out of their needs so mm-hmm. you go you start the discussions and see mm-hmm. what you can do on your mm-hmm. 25th anniversary wow so the discussions actually started in 2018 mm-hmm. uh, we finally made the decision 2021 september mm-hmm. and then by november we had our uh, geologists on site testing the soil and everything so mm-hmm. by wow. march when we took the baton we were already in motion what project did you decide to do so actually we realized that most of the um, projects by successive year groups were aimed at uh, the students mm-hmm. and personally i remember when we were in st augustine's our senior house master mr bentum mm-hmm. because he was on campus he could always whip us in line i, I was a very troublesome guy i can, I can tell he was on campus <laughs> we could always be in line and mm. we realized that with visitations in the school we realized that like there was not a lot going on in the for the teachers so we said we dared to be different mm. so we actually went and said let us do something for the teachers so that a, a place of around. excellence like St. Augustine's will have teachers on campus so that there will not be this daily commute traffic you know Cape Coast above Sam Noah Hall they have to pick tax and Nyama Nyama so we had to actually this actually like moved us to take this decision to so for this one of the few projects that's focused on teachers and yeah, not just them because people are doing library yeah. people are doing science resource centers, centers. dormitories but this is the first time in a long time that you are focusing on the teachers exactly. so what is this what is it that the teachers don't stay on campus or not so, enough of them stay on campus yes, so not enough when we had a discussion with the school so mm-hmm. the headmaster made us aware that out of the 160 teachers on st augustine's college now mm-hmm. only 30 percent reside on, on campus mm-hmm. and he said to to have effective supervision he needs about 80 percent to be on campus so mm-hmm. that's a huge gap wow so we decided that we would like my brother said we're going to build accommodation for the teachers so what we are going to do and mm-hmm. what we are going to unveil today mm-hmm. at coconut group mm-hmm. is the legacy project of a four unit two bedroom apartment mm. so we tra- we're trying to solve the accommodation problem by providing accommodation for additional four teachers and their families to wow. live on campus so That's you're great. going to have four families on campus exactly. to, to solve the problem yes that, that's yeah. interesting i think it is mm. it, it's it's a good point mm. but you know back in those days you knew there were certain people who the teachers are there with us we mm-hmm. know where they live mm-hmm. you, you're scared of them showing up mm-hmm. unannounced especially during prep mm-hmm. they can just show up at any time just to keep us in line mm-hmm. you know so it, it it affected the way we behaved mm-hmm. i know but it it's a good thing i think you're doing to accommodate but then that must teachers. cost a lot how much did yeah. you have to raise to put so, up this project so this uh, project costs three hundred thousand dollars hey! wow we are not you are not even see this we wow. dare to be different yeah, if we are trying to convert it it's around 2.7 million That's now Ghana series. Amazing. And it's four, 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 flats, in there. four flats in there. Which is, is it fully furnished? Or just the flat, just the building? Yes. Just the building. So we're actually doing the building, the tiling. It's not furnished with... Uh, it's and where, 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 on campus will it, where on campus will it be? So the, the school has given us a plot of land, like mm. I said. So we've gone there to do the soil testing. On campus? On campus. Which yes. part of the school? 
to where the masters live. So now mm-hmm. it's, it's they, they have a flat, four flats like that for the mm-hmm. senior house masters. Mm-hmm. It's next to that, the senior house masters. Okay. Wow. How motivated are the teachers? Have you chosen which teacher mm-hmm. group? That's the next. Maybe thing. the 98 year groups will decide who their first, <laughs> their, their four best teachers are, or maybe the school you know, itself you know, will decide. St. Augustine's is governed by uh, a board. Okay. So the board will decide. The board will make that decision. Yes, and you know, GES also has rules about. So it's not you who choose. We are also a subset of the NEC. So we have a whole national executive committee which decides uh, d- this uh, subject. So, so you left SSS 25 years ago next year. Next so year, 24 yes. years ago you were in SS- SSS 3. Yes. Wow. You look so young. How many were yeah, you in your very, group? Very, very <laughs> How many so were you? Well, we were 400 people in that, wow. that year group, yes. And mm-hmm. what you, science, business, science, business arts, and arts. arts visual, visual arts, arts, general arts. Yeah. General arts. Wow. What houses Over were you in when you were in Augusta? I was in St. John's house. Oh. Yes. And I mean, I was in St. Luke's house. Yes. That was my father's house. St. John. Oh. And my wow. brother's house, yeah. It's Do you know the names cool. of their houses? Not all of them. I think there's Stevens or something. There's yeah, Stevens, there's Patrick's. There's Patrick's. My husband was in Patrick's. There's Glenn, there's, there's Peters, Glenn house, yeah. there's uh, Teresa's, there's John's. There's so it's like eight houses? We used to be houses. used to be ten, yes. but now they've added another one. Mm. So Dr. Park was in built a new house for the school. So we have the wow. Indum house as yeah. well. Amazing. So what, 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 why are Absunians so proud of their school? What makes the school so different? What makes the school so special? Well, it's a very interesting question. So the beginning of this month, we were in school, we were in St. Augustine's College. Every year we'll go there to do some career guidance for the students. And one student asked this question in the class that I went, the same question you were asking. It was like, say, every year we see Absunians coming back to mm-hmm. campus. So and they are so happy. They come, and, they come and teach <laughs> us. Because we are just suffering here. Yeah. <laughs> they come and teach us. But the interesting part of the question is coming. They come and teach us a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Say, can I ask, what at all has St. Augustine done for you that every year you come back? Mm-hmm. And for me, I told him that, see, to tell you the fact, I am where I am because of St. Augustine's College. Mm-hmm. Augasco made me. I am made from Augasco. It's I'm a privilege. Augusto. It's a privilege. And to attend Augasco is a privilege. Some of us, uh, uh, the big breaks we had in business, mm-hmm. in academia, wow. were through senior Absunians who actually paved the way. Okay. I, I remember during that time, uh, Professor Dr. Dr. Reku Brobe used to I, I was just, oh, that was like Professor Doctor Doctor. This mm-hmm. is a very, I just wanted to blaze a trail like this. I was like, this is, the, this is not Charles. No, no. no. no Charles is a Motowner. Yes. This is Professor Doctor Doctor. Yes. Reku Brobe is yes. an Absunian. Yeah, he's an Absunian. So mm. people like this stared us on. So what we do for the next generation is actually mm. labor to make sure that whatever we are doing, we are paving a way for them. Wow. So today amazing. all roads are leading to the Coconut Grove. Region. So at Coconut Grove, you're going to launch. Or what are you going to do? So we there are, are launching the happening. event. Yeah. There are two things happening tonight at mm-hmm. Coconut Group at 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. We are launching the speed they will happen next year. Mm-hmm. And also we'll launch our legacy project, the one we talked about, the four-unit, mm-hmm. two-bedroom apartment that we're building for the teachers. So yeah. in terms of the speech day, who's going to... Have you chosen so, so, who's speaking? So, who's no, so, so for this um, um, program at uh, Coconut Group Regents, we have... Um, Hakman Uswajiman. Mm-hmm. Honorable Hakman Uswajiman. Yes. yes, Honorable Hakman. He's also an absolute. 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 Funny, when we met Honorable Hakman and he said, uh, I'm 61, I thought he was talking about his age. <laughs> but he actually completed St. Augustine's in 1961. And then you also have who? We have um, Andrew Tichi. Oh, Zipe, and Tete Chapia. He's an Absunian. Yeah, he's, yep. he's also a proud Absunian. When did he finish? 1995. 1995, okay. yes. Is it A-level or SS? We're not sure. I'm not, not too sure. sure. We're not too sure. And, and then we also, have, we also have the president of the NEC, um, Dr. Antonio Say. Okay. Yes. So these are proud, erudite Absunians. 
So, are going to be so the here. launch event is at Coconut Grove today. What time is it? It's at 5 p.m. I see. So who's invited? Everyone. Everyone is invited. And what we realize is that from our deliberations, we realize that a lot of people wanted to come to St. Augustine's, but they didn't have the opportunity. So people can come by proxy. Oh, my God. Yeah, they can come and be part of something we so were not able to join. Mm-hmm. Yes. During that, we've realized that so this is an opportunity for everybody to donate to mm-hmm. a very important worthy cause. Amazing. So we have a, a platform that you can also donate. I see. That is star 277 star. Start two two seven. So let's do this. Absuniers, all Absuniers, pick up your phone now. Let's let's do this. Let's, let's do, do this, this now. Let's yeah. try this now. Yes. Let's try this. In fact, we're launching this platform to, at, at today's event. Yes. But let's try to see its work before yeah, we then, please, put it out please. there. Okay. So just pick up your phone. It's star two two seven star zero success hash. So once you dial that, it takes you to your platform. You'll be asked what you want to contribute, how much you want to contribute. And Bernard, you know the interesting thing about this uh, short code? Mm-hmm. No matter the amount you contribute, you pay a levy of only 0.74 pesos. Wow, you've oh. already worked that in. Can yes. you repeat the number? Yes. So, 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 please, Ab- Absunians and the friends of Absu, those who want to be in the Augustine by proxy, p- pick up your phone now. Let's do this. Star 227 star 066 hash okay. and then just add the number it will take and what the are they process. donating for so they are donating for the legacy project that the accommodation process, yes unit. the program is also going to be streamed live on um cocktail media yes and then we have digicraft um mm. uh, actually being one of our sponsors who are making sure that the place is being kept up to now. Yeah. oh that's nice yeah. 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 and better the, the the owners of these businesses are one of us they are all up to mm. 98 so yes. digging craft and then cocktail media yes you know the loops yeah you should set yeah. up a triangle for your for your fundraising your yeah. crowdfunding make it easier you should yeah. set up a, a triangle yeah. account and then you can show people pictures of what you're yeah. doing and you can track yeah. all the donations that's and coming stuff. from the hopson yes she's actually married to one yeah the mother is a hopson so she's a senior member of the no wonder she put their phone to dad the star 227 number all St. Augustine's students, alumni all over the world listening. So it's happening at Coconut Grove later today, 5.30 p.m. And it's uh, the launch of the 93rd Switch and Prize Giving Day and unveiling of the 98th Legacy Project. Being a 98th person myself, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm highly encouraged. <laughs> I'm highly motivated. Highly very encouraged because the first group that came for this interview was the uh, disco people. They also were very passionate about the speech day. So 2023 is our year. All it's of us year. are doing speech day in 2023. <laughs> so well done, Kennedy. Well done, well done Ebenezer. Congratulations on pulling this off in the short time that you did. Really, really impressive. But the building, where have you reached? Well, we've, like, like I said, we've dared to believe. So, actually, now we've done the foundation. We've erected the pillars. The pillars, yes. Yeah. So um, foundation is the toughest. Yeah. So, once yeah. you've done the foundation... And you know, where we, where we are doing our, our building, we actually have to go and take tractors to 
Anybody who knows yeah. uh, uh, St. Augustine, it's, yeah. it's, it's quite hilly. So we have to the high part. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, it's a, it's a, so the house on a hill. Yes. So they can yeah. oversee the students. That's why we uh, have the Bernard, we had, we had, house. We had the foresight. So what we tried to do was to say, instead of just doing it, it's a story. So one story. So we've done the foundation to, to, to be very strong enough to even carry three. Mm. So even after this, we can go back mm. and then continue to provide more accommodation for, for our teachers. Congratulations to you. Ebenezer and Kennedy. So, who are your? You are the executives. You are part of the ninety-eight executives. Yeah, right? Fantastic. Well done. Ninety-seven point three CDFM action in Kuti. That's what they call it. Kuti action in Kuti. for this is Ghana Fair and Exhibition for local SMEs, for startups, homegrown businesses, for innovations, for indigenous corporate bodies, for research institutions, happening on the 27th and 28th of August at the Accra Metropolitan Assembly to participate, to exhibit, call 0205 973973 nine, seven, nine, seven, It's happening brought to you by City FM and City TV The 
biggest exhibition of indigenous products, innovations, services happening at the AMA on the 27th and 28th. Special shouts to Michael Ahima Danso. You know, my roommate at Legon was an Absunia. Mm, yeah, Michael Ahima Danso. Yeah. Working in some financial institution now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! So, uh, my 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 impressions of abstinence I will reserve for another day. <laughs> really? I, I'll reserve for another day. Oh, but I do. You have good impressions. No, 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 it's very nuanced. I have to explain it. I have to explain for you to understand. <laughs> Through him, I got to know a lot of them. Okay. Yeah, and it was interesting living with them, like eating rice straight from the rice cooker. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Opening sardines without uh, knives. Knife, I yeah. mean, they were they. Were, Charlie, the things you learn. They can they can survive in a cave. Like yeah. yeah. I think well, boys' school really prepares you guys you for to, the harsher to. side of life. It damages you. from his first term at August school. Everything it's, it's so his, his trunk was empty, chalk box empty. He looked like he had been through. So you can think about what's happening with lack of food now. Yes. Because in our time there was food, but it wasn't really Charlie. like great food. Think about what's going on now in schools. It's terrible. Don't forget the Danex Ayatim PLC is inviting individuals and organizations and associations to join their flagship national deworming campaign. This and every quarter, deworm with Alazo 400 milligrams, Minazo 500, to reduce the prevalence of worm infestations in the body. Call or WhatsApp 059-250-4500 to place your orders for DMS as we will deliver them to you. Danex Ayatim PLC, caring for you. Special shouts to Kanizaru. Absu 1985. Kanizaru. He says he's contributed via the number. Well done, Kanizaru. Uh, 85 supporting 98. That's, great. that's how it's done. Well, that's all we have time for for today's edition of the City Breakfast Show. 